Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask. Refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
going down swinging I'll be your number one with the bullet I already got your flex cock it and pull it We're going down, down, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I'm the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. v Hello, Patriots. What's going on, fuckers? Uh, welcome back from our a long children, weekend. Our children gave us whatever freaking shedding cold they, they got at school. Gave you. Yeah, you know, you're feeling it, too. Nah, I, had a, I, had a, I had a couple days of bubbly guts, but, um, well, bubble guts, but hmm. it was gone just as fast as it was here. Well, it better be gone by this weekend. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thunder. 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 Thunder kicks. Get the fuck oh, out of here. Oh. <laughs> so tell me, why must it be gone by this weekend? So, uh. Booty pox, by the way. Is it booty pox? No. Are we having booty pox? No. No. Um, no, we're not gay. Yesterday, at the very beginning of True Spiracy, I got a phone call from a number that I didn't recognize. And then I got a text message following it up. And it was none other than Baby Trump. Y'all know who Baby Trump is? Everybody knows right? who Baby Trump is. Everybody knows who Baby Trump is. He's the guy that imperson- he does the best impersonation of Trump. It's pretty fantastic. Anyway, uh, he asked if Mick and I would like to go to Dallas this coming weekend um, for his uh, big festival. The inaugural festival. The, um, um, hold on. Let me get all the details right here. So we can tell you all. So that way, yes. if you're in Texas or in the Texas area, um, this is where you want to go. Okay. So the Reckoning Fest, you can go to reckoningfest.com. It's August 27th and 28th and uh, in Mesquite, Texas, which is just outside of Dallas um, at the Mesquite Convention Center. So uh, as soon as we got off the show last night, I called baby Trump back Um and we talked for a bit and, uh, and I was like, let's work out the logistics. So we made it happen. I, I managed to cover 20 baby animals and two children in about 20 minutes. So, and, uh, we will be in yeah. Mesquite, Texas yeah. so, uh, Friday afternoon ish, Friday night, Friday night ish, Friday night, like um, Friday night, probably late, like 11 so o'clock Friday night. If you um, crazy savages, it's, it's all day Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Uh, so then we're going to come back on Monday. So there will not be a show Monday uh, night. Friday, Saturday, or Monday, um, because we'll be there. But he asked us to do uh, kind of like a man on the street interviews. It's actually going to, we're gonna, I think we're going to call it Patriot on the Ground. Um, but I'll be going around uh, with a microphone and a videographer behind me and interviewing attendees, um, vendors, speakers, all kinds of people. I like to be mobile. I'm not one to really sit behind a table. This is as much as I sit down. The two hours that we're here every night, that's literally as 
about as much as I sit down. Um, Literally, so, like everybody that you've seen on our show is going to be there. Lo lots um, of people. Mike Lindell is going to be there. He's yep. speaking. Um, special pre-recorded uh, message Adams. from Mike Adams. Yeah. 107, which, uh, yeah, that one, we'll see how that goes. I'm not real big on that one, but, oh, uh, I'm going to, that's going to be fun to talk to him. <laughs> David Nino Rodriguez will be there, Yeah, which we've interviewed him before. No, we, we haven't. Yeah, we have. No, we haven't. That was someone else. That is, that is the dude we interviewed. No, you're that's, that was angel. Oh, that was angel. That's yep. right. Uh, conservative aunt will be there. Melissa red pill, uh, Sheila home, uh, Gina Ho, pastor Greg Locke will be there. Dr. Stella Emanuel will be there. Um, Robin Jamie, I guess will be there. I'm not really sure who Robin Jamie are, mm -hmm. but, uh, Dave Summerall, uh, Mary Cooley will be there. Mel Kay will be there. Thomas rents who you've seen on our show before. You've also seen Stella Emanuel. Um, Trennis Evans. Evans, he's the he's the guy that's. I'm glad he's going to be there because he's heading up the class action lawsuit against the January 6th committee. That I'm. Josh will be of. there. Josh Reed will be there. Yep. Uh, Judy Mikovics will be there. Doctor Judy Mikovics will yep. be there, and uh, Mark Sherwood will be there as Dr. well, Mark which Sherwood. we yep. also have on the phone show all the time. Yep. Uh, Michael Chambers, Christine, uh, Christina Hutch Hutcherson will be there as well, and I'm trying to see. Uh, let's see here. Laura so Logan. Let's see. Jeff, uh, Jeff Corso will be the moderator. Laura Logan will be the event host. Chris Eriks. Um, that's baby Trump. That's baby Trump. Yeah. And, uh, Billy Falcone, he'll be there as well. So th yeah. there's, there's a, a loaded show folks. Um, uh, it is, if you got the time, you got the money, give it a shot. I know right now, you know, money's tight, get it, got it. Um, if you got the money, you got the time, you want to come up, you want to hang out. You don't even want to go in the fucking convention. Give us a call. We'll still hook up with you on the outside. Yeah, say, Fuck absolutely. It. yeah we'll go get a beer with you or something, yeah. hang out and bullshit with you. Um, but we will be in Dallas this weekend, uh, Saturday and Sunday, late Friday night. Uh, I, I think we'll be there actually pretty early. If we leave first thing in the morning, I think we'll be there. All right. Y'all should bring in Warren from the Patriot party network, PPN. Hmm. I'm not familiar with Warren from PPN. So. Interesting. I don't know if he's Charlie Ward's friend or not. I, I I've David heard Nino that. Rodriguez? Yeah. yeah. They, 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 I, they're that whole Charlie Ward, Mel Kay, that whole, they're all kind of, you know. Yeah. They kind of all, they shill crap. They're, they're the clickers. Yeah. 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 That's exactly. what I like. I call yes, them the clickers. The clickers they yeah. always like to have their own click. Yeah. Oh, we got our own click. We're here. I have not. I, who is Laurel Logan married to? I'm sure her husband, I hope. <laughs> You're such a jackass. Okay. I mean, I'd hate to find out it was her dog. I'll be in two Dallas. Lindsay's yeah. going to be there. Lindsay 1776. Okay. Yeah, that'd be fun. Fun, fun, fun. And over on the uh, pill, Fox Soul, me and Crazy Chuck were talking about great classical rock bands. Mm -hmm. um, and then I had to start out with um, the closest thing I'll get to pop on uh, the next couple nights. So that was 2000s pop, Fallout Boy for y'all, just in case you're wondering. Came out in 2004. Um, don't, don't start with this. Start with that. Big news of the day, although there was other big news that came out after that too. I was about to say, um, but he's going down though, folks. First, first and foremost, he's just going down. Well, no, no, shush, shush your mouth, shush your mouth. Is there we go? Wow. What do you think that looks like? Well, maybe it, this will give him more time to to be a mentor. I hope it gives him more more time uh, to write uh, and to be an inspiration to. Uh, to young uh, physicians and, and, and kids in high school, uh, I would say that I would hope that this president would uh, give Dr. Fauci the Presidential Medal of Freedom, but he's already received the Presidential <laughs> uh, Medal of Freedom. 
um, I think he's probably frustrated with how much politics has polluted the work that he has to do. He's not just a scientist and chief uh, medical advisor to the, the president, but the world in which he lives has been incredibly politicized. You know, just last week, there were, you know, members of Congress telling him to clear his calendar when uh, the House changes uh, majorities uh, uh, so that he could testify, you know, pretty much, you know, full time. The concept of doing that has to be very, very unappealing for him. You mentioned um, the AIDS crisis. I mean, he was on far before COVID and anything. I mean, he really was on the front lines of the AIDS crisis. What do people need to remember about that? Well, he, he received a lot of criticism uh, and, you know, some of it, I think, you know, are well placed. But I think when, when you talk to uh, people who have been uh, central to uh, the uh, AIDS and HIV crisis for the last 40 years, I think he's come to gain their their respect. I think he has he has listened to his his critics and ultimately HIV AIDS has been transformed into a disease that when I was a resident killed every single person that it uh, that it infected okay, I, to I, now I I uh, a I, I chronic disease that is that people live very long. This guy is the worst interview ever. First off, I hope that fucking he took some AZT. No shit. AIDS did not kill every single person that it came in contact with. Look at it. Magic Johnson. No. AZT did. AZT did. And Fauci killed them. And look at Magic Johnson. But they Magic didn't, Johnson they didn't, didn't take AZT. They didn't lead off with this, but Fauci has officially announced that he will be stepping down from his positions. Okay. Now he's going to get a huge taxpayer funded uh, settlement. Yep. However, understand folks, understand that he also has to understand by collecting that pension, by collecting that money from the federal government in retirement. He is still subject, just like I am, to the laws in which he, things he did while he was in service, all of those laws are still applicable to him. Yeah. He so if the Senate decides to call him back, say, uh, uh-uh, Anthony, come here, pal. Take a fucking seat there, hero. We're going to have a chit chat. And if they the, the Senate decides to charge him when the Republicans have control of the Senate, that's it. He is still subject to those laws that bound him while he was in office. He's fucked. You, you mean like like this right here? Rand Paul tweeted out today. Fauci's resignation will not prevent a full-throated investigations into the origin of the pandemic. He will be asked to testify under oath regarding any discussions he participated in concerning the lab leak. Yes, this is all accurate. That is accurate. He is not all of a sudden. Don't think by him retiring, he's protected somehow. He is not protected. What he did while he was on active federal service is constantly, you can be called back at any time. For instance, there's some shit I've done that if it ever gets called into question, I might have to go back and testify in front of a Senate Armed Services Committee. I doubt that's going to happen because they don't want me in a Senate Armed Services Committee because the last thing they want to hear is my voice or my mouth in that shit because I'll be just like, yeah, that fucking guy, he was a fucking bad dude. We put a bullet <laughs> right in his goddamn fucking head. What's your point? You asked me to go out and kill for you. That's what I did. 
So yes, yeah, Sparky Boy, he is not to science anymore. He's he's to science. To science. To science. That's if we're in New York. To science. That's what he sounds like. He's a fucking. Because he's from New York. He's a fucking. You know he's eighty-one. This guy. Yeah. He's a. He's fucking eighty-one. God, I hope he dies soon. Retire already. So, but here's what he said. Already. Here, here's what he said. He said, "While I am moving on from my current positions, I am not retiring. After more than fifty years of government service, I plan to pursue the next phase of my career while I still have so much energy and passion for my field." I think he should get killing people. I think he should get eighty-two injections of the COVID vaccine plus plus. 82 injections of AZT. Okay, so... One for each year of his life. I want to use what I have learned as an AID director... How to kill people? How to kill people to continue to advance science and public health and to inspire and mentor the next generation of scientific leaders... Who will kill everyone. ...prepare the world to face future infectious disease threats. So he's going to teach them how to kill people too. I... I, Yeah. Um, And Biden who's on vacation again, which is amazing because wasn't he bitching about how many vacations that Trump took? Yeah, no, he's officially taken more vacations. He's his total, his vacation time right now, so far now exceeds all of Obama's time, all of Trump's time, all of Bush's time. Wow. Okay. So he's, he's been on vacation for three months, like 91 days or something ridiculous like that. I, I can't even, but anyway, um, Biden said, because of Dr. Fauci's many contributions to public health, lives here in the United States and around the world has been saved. The United States of America is stronger, more resilient, and healthier because of him. Fauci's going to get $350,000 a year. So. It still doesn't. I know. Wow. It's amazing. It just, probably some days not- it does, some days it doesn't. You're fired. Yep. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. That's all I have to say. Well, I, I mean, it, that's what he's afraid of. That's why he's stepping down because he's afraid that he's about to get fired. Well, he's not about to get fired. Oh, he's going to get fired. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's going to go to jail. Fired. Like big time fired. Well, it depends. I mean, it really does depend because all we've heard. I took an interesting poll just the other day. It was, uh, again, weird. Out of nowhere, after so many years on this earth, I've walked this earth. I've never been pulled, right? And I said something about it. I said, motherfucker, I ain't never been pulled. And then this past election uh, session, for the first time my whole entire life, I got pulled. Yeah, Alice was listening. And I, I completely fucked with the poll, too. I went on the poll, and I was just like, I love riding, riding with Biden to the end. You know, and um, I got pulled again. And this poll. Wait, you got pulled again? Yes, I got today? pulled again. I got pulled uh, Friday. This poll was about who was going to take the Speaker of the House if the Republicans win. Because right now, what's his name? Uh, McCarthy believes that he should be the Speaker of the House when the Republicans take back control. I know. No. I think we should make the U.S. the Speaker of the House. uh, 60 or well, no, it wasn't as good as Jim Jordan. Unfortunately, she got like 40 percent of the vote. Kevin McCarthy got, got like, less than 3% of the vote. Yeah, because he's a fucking writer. Everybody else, I voted for MGT because I thought Marjorie Taylor Greene is yeah. exactly who we need to speak Absolutely. for the House. But she got like, she got a lot. Yeah. She got a lot I of mean, the I vote. I mean, I could go with Jim Jordan too. But Jim Jordan right now looks like 
the Republican hopeful that will take. Well, he talks the most. So the speaker of the house for being speaker of the house. I, I think so. But if he takes speaker of the house, um, you can guarantee that he's going to let Rand Paul have his fun with Dr. Anthony Fauci. Well, Rand Paul's a senator, so. No, but he's going to push him up. He's going to back it oh, yeah. in the oh, house. Yeah. Yeah, 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 the yeah. house will back the Senate's move to fucking have Fauci arrested. If they take the Senate, because now if you listen to the talking heads on the mainstream media, they're, they're starting to pull back from the whole red wave in November thing. I don't. You don't hear that? I I, I, I don't listen to I it don't listen. because I, I know the truth. I, I agree. What I'm saying is if you listen to them, this is they're trying to change the narrative. Now they're now they're they they've basically said they're unsure about the Senate and they only see the Republicans picking up between 15 and 30 seats in the House. That was okay? early last week. No, no, that was late today. last week. That was this morning. Okay, real quick. Early data shows that the Mar-a-Lago search in uh, the search of Mar-a-Lago may have bolstered former President Trump's strength and potential 2024 GOP primary. Even even though his fight with the FBI could mean a new uh, land him a new legal jeopardy. This came from Axios, folks. This did not come from a right leaning website. This came from Axios. NBC News poll on Sunday shows Trump tightening his holds on Republicans. Several polls show him rising against Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who has been uh, surging in key states. We're hearing several uh, anti-Trump GOP strategists said they're worried that the FBI search put wins in Trump's sales. Well, uh, today, Judge Reinhardt, the magistrate who well, yeah, I'm not even off, I'm not even done with this yet. Care. This gets better. Uh, a source close to Trump said the fundraising effects have been a huge, have been huge, re-engaging donors in the biggest way since he left office. Uh, the To the juice, uh, the juice of the base, uh, Trump's fundraising texts and emails accused the FBI of breaking into my home, even though agents had a search warrant. Even still, they're trying to push the narrative. Yep. Uh, when Trump was fading from the news cycle, Republicans were able to focus on criticisms of the left, COVID regulations, educational practice, and accusations of media bias. Those played to DeSantis' strengths and even allowed him to get Trump's um, Trump's right on some issues. Since the search, Trump is once again in the center of attention. He has once again been able to align his own personal grievances with the Republican base. That's a deep state bureaucracy is out to get him completely is. Many Republicans fighting November battle for the House and the Senate are nervous about having midterms become more about Trump when they want the conversation to be all about inflation. Having Trump back the center of the Republican Party um, conservation, they fear, means the party is looking backward, a tough way to win a new election. That's according to Axios. It gets better though. Well, hold on. It does because today Judge Reinhardt formally rejected the DOJ's argument to keep the Trump affidavit sealed. And he called the raid unprecedented. The raid that he signed off on the warrant for. Yeah. So uh, Judge, Bre Judge Bruce Reinhardt on Monday admitted the FBI's raid on former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago home was unprecedented and formally rejected the Justice Department's argument to keep the affidavit David leaving to the search under seal, citing the intense public and historical interest. Uh, did he not understand there would be intense public and historical interest? Like we've never done going it before. Into this, 
Like, what are you fucking retarded? For real? I, I'm, I'm pretty stupid when it comes to the law, but I can tell you right now, you would have to be an absolute retard to sign off on a search warrant. That's going to go and search a former sitting president who's still in good standing with the American government. And, or, his and house. Mostly with the American people. So uh, the government argues that even, and this is from Judge Reinhardt, the government argues that even requiring it to redact portions of the affidavit that could not reveal agent identities or investigative sources and methods imposes an undue burden on its resources and sets a precedent that could be disruptive and burdensome in future cases, Reinhardt wrote. I do not need to reach the question of whether in some other case these concerns could justify denying public access. They very well might. He added, particularly given the intense public and historical interest in an unprecedented search of a former president's residence, the government has not yet shown that these administrative concerns are sufficient to justify sealing. Judge Reinhardt says he's given the Justice Department an opportunity to propose a redaction, something he granted last week, given the government until this Thursday. Accordingly, it is hereby ordered that by the deadline, the government shall file under seal a submission addressing possible redactions and providing any additional evidence or legal argument that the government believes relevant to the pending motions to unseal the motion states. Uh, so I, I think uh, Reinhardt's really starting to feel the pressure here. I, I don't, I, 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 well, the pressure he's, he's feeling is from the people. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, people are, are smart about this. They're, they've listened and there are way, oh, there's yeah. just too much weird shit going on. I mean, he this. recused himself from hearing the case over that Donald Trump was suing Hillary Clinton. He didn't give a reason as to why he recused himself. He just recused himself. Um, that's unusual. And then normally judges are supposed to give a reason why they were accusing. Yeah. He didn't give a reason. Themselves. He just recused himself for con conflict mm. of interest, mm. but not, it didn't give a specific reason for the conflict of interest. No, um, I heard about this too. Uh, yeah. And then I mean, literally breaking even, I didn't even get a chance to print this because I had to bring the kid to get a haircut. And I saw this as I was sitting in the barbers, uh, Trump sues the federal government. Filings call the FBI raid a shockingly aggressive move. The suit seeks judicial relief on a special master to oversee materials, and they are flipping out about that. Explain what a special master is, babe, and why it would be appropriate or not appropriate. Well, a special, a special master approves that either – so, for instance – Information that is collected in a search, okay, if the information is of a classified na nature, they appoint a special master. And what that special master does is he goes through and he reads all of the documents because he's been cleared for everything. Um, once he reads all the documents, uh, that special master then determines what is considered classified still, i.e. it would be a threat to our national security. And if he cannot find anything that would be a threat to our national security, he right there can unclassify it. Mm. If he declassifies it, that means all of those documents are out in the open. Interesting. Which is very interesting because the documents that they were going after, as we have come to find out through sources and obviously through the news, we have discovered that they're going after Trump for what happened on January 6th and Russiagate. Yep. Which is comical. Because in the lieu of all of this that's been going on and all the censorship and all the other bullshit, Trump, Trump's uh, truth social has gone through the fucking roof.
In the aftermath of the FBI raid on President Trump's residence in Florida, social media platform True Social has gained more users in one day than Facebook ever did. According to the data from the market analytic company Data AI, last week True Social was downloaded more than 190,000 times. In a previous week, the downloads barely barely reached 20,000. True Social jumped from number 60 in the social apps uh, category to number 37 in just one week. Since its launch, the app has downloaded now over uh, 3.9 million times. So, um, well, that that may also have a little bit to do with the fact that it just got released for Android because before it was only for Apple. When did that happen? Like, well, I don't have an Android, so I wouldn't. A week and a half ago, two weeks ago? Yeah, that was two weeks ago. This was just last week after the raid. Yeah, no, I know. I gotcha. That was it. And that's all they were talking about. Yeah. And in one period, in one fell sitting, they were downloaded more than Facebook was. Yep. And Facebook's worldwide. True Social is still in America. Yeah. So, kind of gives you the heads up. uh, Before... I heard something today. Someone said something today because we had talked about Trump and DeSantis running together. Mm -hmm. But then someone made the point that Trump and DeSantis can't run together because they they're both residents of Florida. So they would lose the electoral college votes from Florida. No, they wouldn't. Yeah, that's why Cheney, like uh, someone else moved out of the state. It's not like they can't be from the same state. They have to be from two different states. Look it up. There's nothing that says that. Yeah, yeah there's something. I'm telling you. Um, another president or another like vice president changed their state of residence, which I mean, wouldn't be hard for Trump to do because he has- I was about to say, he could say New York, over. Washington, D.C. He New could Jersey, go anywhere. Like, I mean, yeah, you can go to Bedminster or whatever. Yeah. But, um, but as of right now, that's a- some kind of sticky issue. No, it's not. There's nothing in the constitution that says that you cannot be from the same state, your president, your president and vice president, unless it's a Republican party thing, which might be a thing that could be a Republican party thing, but I wouldn't run as a Republican anyway. So I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't matter what state you're from. Just as long as you're an American citizen, that's the only thing that matters. That's got to be a Republican Party rule. It's not a constitutional thing. Yeah, there's no there's no law about it, um, but it comes down to, hold on, it comes down to a particular aspect of the electoral college system laid out in Article 2 of the U.S. Constitution. Article 2 states, the electors shall meet in their respective states and vote by ballot for two persons of whom one at least shall not be inhabitant of the same state with themselves. Well, that should be gone. That that shouldn't. That supersedes it, the Constitution. It's Article Two. It's in the Constitution. Yeah, but it lays out for you in the Constitution as well what the 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 rules are for being president and vice president. And nowhere in the rules for president or vice president does it say that you can't be from the same state. When Texas Governor George W. Bush chose Dick Cheney as his running mate on the Republican ticket, Cheney had been living and voting and paying for taxes for five years in Texas. Shortly before the election, however, Cheney obtained a Wyoming driver's license and put his Dallas home on the market. He had a vacation home in Wyoming, which is a state he'd formerly represented in the U.S. Congress. Good thing for me did. The Bush-Cheney ticket ended up winning with 271 electoral votes, just a slim five-vote margin 
over Al Gore and Joe Lieberman, a total they certainly wouldn't have hit without Texas's 32 votes. So right there, Jay Rise, 623, V. Lynn, Trump made his New Jersey his residence, not Florida. Excellent. So that means if he's, I mean, if he Trump if, and DeSantis is what we're looking at in 24. A, if he has a New Jersey driver's license or a New York driver's license versus a Florida driver's license, then I don't think Trump has a driver's license. Yeah, of course he does. He yeah, he does. He's got, he has some kind of state ID that, you know, for whatever I, I'm just state saying. that he pays his resident taxes in. So, uh, but that, that was just a legal thing that came up today. And I was like, whoa, I'd never heard that before. And then I went and looked it up and I was like, whoa, what the fuck? What's this? Um, so anyway, um, I feel about Lynn Wood, but he's targeting DeSantis lately for not fixing the election. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, yeah, that dude don't drive. See, even even yeah, Lynn's is telling but me, it, he but he's, he he might not drive, but he still has a, a some kind of a driver's license or state ID, right? In whatever state that he technically resides in. Um, so. Anyway, uh, you know, a lot of people have been on the fence about DeSantis. It's, well, we'll we're taking a knee on that one. We're just going to have to see how that one plays out, to be honest. I, I'm not big on DeSantis, but um, I'm not big on DeSantis for something stupid. I mean, it's about the way the guy talks. I just can't, there's something about it. I can't stand it. It's like. He mimics Trump too much. I, he's got that like. Anyway, well, someone else that you really can't necessarily stand but or d- don't a hundred percent trust i should say i How- just don't trust him d- don't trust him however and he looks fucking wacky crazy at the beginning of this picture. hold on too. you gotta look at this seriously folks. This give me a second insane. let me let me find my mouse real quick and let me click this up for you so you guys can watch this because you'd be like what dude the fuck cash patel looks like he's I- on crack yeah, seriously. It looks like he just did two lines, walked in, and the guy gave him another eight ball just before he sat down in the chair. And he's like, oh, my God, look at this. I can see the world. But he did have uh, some interesting things to say about the, the Trump rate. So let's go ahead and play this. People say, look, he issued orders, a lot of orders, um, declassifying information before he left office. Do you know anything about this? As a former deputy director of national intelligence, I know how this system works. The president is the sole and universal arbiter and classification authority in the United States of America. If he says a document is declassified or a set of them, that is it. There is no written material required. That is a fiction being created by the fake news and the radical left. In October of 2020, President Trump put out for the world to see a sweeping declassification order, and he did it via social media. Every single Russiagate doc, Every single Hillary Gate doc, every one, those are his words. That is the precedent that the president of the United States is allowed to operate under. And then in December and January in the way out, I witnessed him declassify whole sets of documents. So it is not incumbent upon President Trump and his lawyers and his and, and, and him as a target of this investigation to show he in fact did declassify them. It's up to the government who has the burden of proof who are trying to deprive a man of his liberty to show that no such order was in fact given. They know they can't. So what happens? The fake news mafia comes in and says, oh, but there was no protocols followed. And Mark, you know, when they're arguing protocols and procedure, it's because they have lost the factual argument and the truth. And now they are trying to hide behind this magistrate judge who is going to supposedly play this game of redactions. We saw it in Russiagate. And when I was a deputy DNI, we lifted all those redactions from the Russiagate docs. And what do we see, Mark? 
corruption, FBI and DOJ corruption and breaking of the law. That's the same game they're going to play here. And the fake news media is going to attempt to applaud them for their for their farce in terms of cons uh, transparency. And we cannot allow them to do that. The president declassified documents. The government has failed to show that that did not occur. Procedure and protocol do not apply to the president of the United States when he is declassifying documents. And let me underscore that point, the Constitution of the United States. You know what really disappoints me here? Cash Patel used to be the deputy undersecretary for intelligence. Yep. He still doesn't understand what OCA is. <laughs> he, he has no what, idea. What's OCA? Because if, if he doesn't understand it, then I'm sure our listeners don't understand Original it. classifying authority, OCA. We've talked about it before. Okay. He does not understand OCA. He doesn't understand the laws or the prescriptions behind OCA. OCA is so simple to understand. There is an originating source of classification in this country. It makes perfect sense for when you set up a system where you have compartmentalized information, you have to have an originating classification authority. Somebody overall has to say, look, no matter how you talk about this, this is fucking, this is classified. If this gets out, this gets American soldiers killed. This gets American uh, service members killed. This gets American civilians killed. This get, this injures our state department. This injures our affairs worldwide. That is what an originating classifying authority is. There's only one person that's higher than an OCA. And that's the president, the president. of the United States. He can classify or declassify at will Anything while else. he is in office. That is why this has become such a hot button issue because what he did, he did while he was in office, whether it's marked classified or not, as long as it's listed in the log that he declassified the documents, the documents are no longer classified folks, period. Fucking or period. He put something in a letter, put something in writing saying, all documents related to such and such, such issue are hereby, are hereby declassified. If his minions didn't put them in the law, it doesn't fault. matter. He put it in writing. All documents related to Crossfire Hurricane are declassified. So all I, documents this, related to Obama this, and Hillary are declassified, whatever it is. But this goes to show you how scared they are. Oh, they're terrified. They are fucking terrified. You know, Why are they terrified? You know what really well, goes, hold on. No, no, no. You know what really goes to show you how terrified they are? When was the last time we heard from Dirty Mop Pen? Oh shit, it's been 10 days of darkness. It has been since more. It's been 11 days now, since August 9th. Yeah, it was 10 days yesterday. Yeah. August it was the last 9th. time we heard from her. Uh, I don't know if she's there now. anymore, though. Because uh, I had heard she was. 14. It's been almost two. It'll be two weeks tomorrow. Hmm. Two weeks tomorrow. Um, but was there a 28 days of darkness? Regardless of, I mean, whether or not she's there, someone. Should be briefing should be up the press. There yes. Briefing the American people. Joe Biden is on vacation. It's not like the country just stopped because Biden went on vacation, right? No, because the Senate and the House are both out. Yeah, exactly. I, I, you think we don't still have questions about things, especially about the the raid on Mar-a-Lago and um, Biden's continual vacation breaks? And uh, I mean. Oh, Inflation. And I, I don't. I don't know. Adolescent recession. chicken. I, I. I get what you're saying. I, I. I've never been able to put it. That's a boneless chicken. Or a a boneless chicken. Sorry. Um. I. I've never been able to put it on cash. I don't know what it is about him. There's. I get a very uneasy feeling when he's on the TV. 
there's something with him. There's something about him that just, uh, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't trust it. I don't, I got an issue with it. Don't trust it. Something. There's something. There's something about him. He gives me that weird, um, dark and stormy feeling about shit. It's like, eh, this isn't going to be, this isn't going to be nice. This isn't going to be sweet. There's just something about it. I don't know what it is. Uh, it, it's weird. I know I'm crazy. You I, the press one, don't you? I, I've been psycho, so don't worry about it. Yeah. But okay. Here they're terrified. They are. They are completely scared. The Democrats are holy shit scared. Um, the comeback, their comeback is crashing and burning. It's failing. What comeback? Supposedly early last week, what you were referring to earlier was the midterm. I mean, I heard it on Politico Playbook. I heard it at uh, the Axios 15-Minute Newswire. I've heard it at the CBS 15-Minute Newswire. heard it at the ABC 15-Minute Newswire. Um, I've heard it a bunch of different liberal, all liberal. But they were talking about how they were going to do better. They fared better. Now, I, I always sat there, always take this with take this with a grain of sand because in 2018 when they were supposed to when they had the lead going into the midterms um they hit november if you remember they hit november they had a nine point lead going in november they only picked up 13 seats that november they should have won something like 30-something seats. They only picked up 13 seats. So understand the numbers. I don't trust polls. I, I've never trusted a yeah. poll. But it's weird that all of a sudden, man, they have no idea which way to report because they. Have, I, I don't think they've gotten their marching orders yet. I think there's a marching order issue. Nobody's given out the orders from above. Like, how are we going to cheat in 2022? And nobody's getting any orders. So right now the, the media is, holy shit, they're losing their mind. How bad are they losing their mind? They're losing their mind this bad. And I fucking despise Chuck Todd with every ounce of my being, but they're getting, they're being despised this bad. Hello, happy Thursday and welcome to Meet the Press. Now I'm Chuck Todd. Folks, we are obviously politically living in some very unusual times. You don't need me to tell you that. We all live it. And it is true, though, for so many reasons, not the least of which is the court hearing today in Florida about last week's unprecedented FBI search of a former president's home. This is not your normal midterm election cycle. The era of Trump is an outlier, and that includes these upcoming midterm elections. If you look at the measurements that have typically defined midterm elections, Republicans should be headed toward some big gains this November. And by the way, it still may end up that way. President Biden's approval rating sits in the high 30s or low 40s, has ticked up a little bit recently. That's like majority the of the country says we're headed uh, in the wrong direction. Some three out of four Americans believe this in most polling. Republicans have a minor lead in the generic ballot, which historically is dangerous territory for Democrats. But again, it doesn't matter what history says right now these days, because former President Trump's presence has inserted wild cards everywhere you look this season. And right now, the outlook for Democrats in these midterms is surprisingly bullish, considering those other metrics I just showed you especially when it comes to the fight for control of the Senate. When you look at the Senate map, everything right now seems to be tilting in the Democrats' favor. Even Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell today downplayed expectations for taking back control of the Senate. Take a listen. Yeah, I think the, the, there's a, probably a greater likelihood the House flips than the Senate. 
Senate races are just different. They're statewide. Uh, candidate quality has a lot to do with the outcome. One thing about Mitch McConnell, everything he says is intentional and carefully worded. Candidate quality. You heard it there from Mitch McConnell. In some key states, Republicans have ended up with relatively weak nominees, many emerging from bruising, expensive primaries where they were propped up by former President Trump. Take Pennsylvania, which is a seat that Democrats are hoping to pick up as Republican Pat Toomey retires. Trump-backed candidate Republican Memon Oz is trailing his Democratic opponent John Fetterman by double digits in one recent poll. Our friends of the Cook Political Report moved that race from toss-up to lean Democratic this morning. And if Pennsylvania is off the board, that means Republicans need to flip at least two states held by Democrats right now to win the Senate. I'm going to get into more of how that Senate math shakes out in just a second. But let's talk about another wild card right now. That's turnout. Recent primaries in Kansas, Wyoming, and Alaska, they point to some huge numbers of people, potentially record numbers of people coming out to vote in November, left and right. And the bigger the turnout, the more uncertainty that gets introduced. Trust me, every political consultant knows how to handle and has an idea of where things are headed in normal turnout election environments. But when that turnout starts going up, all bets are off. Then there's the issue of abortion. That's greatly increased voter enthusiasm, particularly on the left. But the ultimate wild card is Trump himself. Unlike any cycle we've seen in the past, a losing presidential candidate has remained on the national stage, largely turning these races from a referendum on the president's first term to a choice between the Biden vision and the Trump vision. So while all like signs historically psycho? would point- No, he said psycho. I thought he said psycho too. I had to go look at the actual- He said psycho. No, I'm he sorry. said psycho. I'm sure he meant to say psycho, but he totally said psycho. Unlike any psycho we've seen in the past. However, that goes to show you right there, they're hedging their bets in the middle. They're saying it can go either way. Yeah. They're they're literally saying now, it's it's too, 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 too soon to call. Even in the freaking news, red state, Democrat comeback is crashing and burning. If you've ever been following political chatter for the last month or so, uh, one common theme being pushed by the press is the data nerd Twitter in the idea that the Democrat comeback before the midterms. Historically, every headwind is against Joe Biden and his party. But as the story goes, things will be different this time. After all, Democrats passed the inflation reduction, inflation addition uh, expansion act, act expansion act that doesn't really reduce inflation. Chuck Todd went on in this to say that exact thing. He said that the inflation reduction act does not cut inflation, which I was giggling about. I was actually quite surprised at Chuck Todd, NBC spokesperson, superhero, Chuck Todd. He came out and said, wow, this is really going to hurt liberals in 2022. It really will. But the big one, they're, they're, they're confiscating their, or I guess secular, secularizing their view to is Roe v. Wade. Because they are sure that liberals will come out in droves for Roe v. Wade. The problem is, is news stations have not been pushing the Roe v. Wade narrative. Meaning, news stations are now starting to report the truth. The truth is, you didn't lose your right to an abortion. Yeah. The truth is, if you want to go to New York, California, any one of these liberal fucking Nazi states, and get your womb cut out, you can still do it. You can kill your baby in the womb in New York, California, 
We didn't take it away from individual rights. If you want to go there and do it, you can still do it. However, that being said, what we did say is that Republicans, if they choose in their state to say, fuck you, no, you don't get to kill your baby in our state. Well, then you can go to California, you can go to New York or any one of these other liberal states and get your abortion done. But in this state, whichever state you live in, as long as it's a Republican held one, you will not go. You will not do it here. Well, and that's that's what they're counting on, right? Yep. They're they're counting on flipping the red states to blue or purple with Roe v. Wade. They're Correct. counting on everybody that has any kind of liberal leaning, satanic, want to kill their baby, whatever, um, even though they've never gotten later, had an abortion or any of that or been pregnant, um, they're counting on them turning out in droves to vote to vote blue in the midterms. That's that was why they leaked it in the first place. I think that's probably why they overturned it in the first place. And previously written. Uh, point simple. Summer polling is notoriously notoriously bad prior to an election season and typically favors Democrats, at least since post-2012. Um, those using to make bold proclamations about the Republicans having blown the election before it even happened are uh, duel- dueling themselves. They are. Further and closer as we get to September, the more you can expect the GOP to start gaining ground again because those the, those that are going to break typically break our out party very in the beginning. They don't do, do it towards the end of an election season. Sure enough, the latest NBC polls is out and everything in the election bros on Twitter has told us has, was supposedly happening is not anymore. The GOP isn't actually gained a generic ballot in this poll compared to the Dobbs decision that came down. It completely was counter to the media narrative and abortion is going to be the deciding factor for this election. Further, Biden's job approval remains completely stagnant with the president actually dropping to 55% disapproval while his approval still remains at an abysmal 42%. And that's not true either. So you might as well just go ahead and I've I've learned now that it's 15 points that they're giving Biden. Uh, it's the Biden point spread. Absolutely. Captain McMuffin, uh, We the People Radio is currently uh, broadcasting on cannabis and combat on Foxhole. James broadcasts to- Yeah, to, to, he does. To, um, I, we gave him the stream keys for him to broadcast on Foxhole for under cannabis and combat. So, yes. So- uh, and it's funny because we have another thing approaching here. And uh, on the 30th of September, Joe Biden said he'd have an answer for students that were going back to college. Yeah. Oh, yeah. About student, paying student, off their loans. Student, student loan forgiveness. Yeah. Well, um, a Harvard professor, chair, uh, the chair of President Barack Obama's Council on Economic Advisors, Jason Furman, says forgetting student, forgiving student debt benefit benefits college grads and hurts everyone else, both rich and poor. So, okay. They want to forgive student debt and it's, we're, it's semantics again, right? Because it's not forgiven. It's not like it just disappears. Poof, wave a magic wand, it goes away. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. According to Joe Biden. Yes, that's exactly what it is. 
Really? Swear to God. What Listen, about the people that hold the debt? Student loan relief uh, is not free, Furman wrote on Twitter. It would be paid for. This is true about anything. Look, debt is true. Yeah, paid for by us, if, the taxpayer. If she has a debt from me, she either pays me back and I get the money, or I take the, incur the debt myself and I don't get paid back. I mean, I pay you in other things. Only recently. <laughs> Only recently did the little ring not do what it's supposed to. So understand that debt doesn't ever go anywhere. It's either paid for by the debtee or it's paid for by the creditor. One of the two. It never just dies. But according to Joe Biden, he's just going to wave a wand and your student debt is poof. It's gone. Bye. What about those of us that already paid off our student loans? I guess you're fucked. You're fucked. You paid my student loans. You're damn right I am. (laughs) I had to pay my own and yours. You didn't pay your student loans. The government did. I had to pay my student loans. I still paid my student loans. I paid my taxes. Everybody else did too. So that's how it gets. You're full of it. I pay my taxes. Bullshit. I pay my taxes every year. Uh Uh-huh. Until you started doing my taxes. That's true. But anyway, student loan relief would lead some people to spend more, said Furman, another senior fellow. And we got another story too. This one was really comical. I'll get to this one in a second because it's really funny about how inflation is having the same effect that we talked about. Anyway, student loan relief. um, We can't make others – we can't make others – that would consume less pay for other kids going other kid other people's kids going to school hundreds of billions of dollars would eventually kill our def would hit the deficit and would kill us on the in the long run both in tax spending and tax cuts we wouldn't be able to do it we wouldn't be able to survive as a free country with free money it does not work it destroys democracies hmm I would say that's coming from Obama's advisors, folks. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Well, this is weird. Awakened mom said, uh, I'm in the DC area. Went to the bank to get change for work. They had no coins. I asked why they said that the treasury is closed. Interesting. Have to find out about that. No shit. Right. The treasury's closed while they are switching over to uh, a cashless. Yeah. Society. Dong Dong brought it up right there. It won't cost you a thing. It's already paid for. for No, it's not. Debt, creditors and creditees, no matter what, one of the two of them are paying the debt. Okay. Well, go ahead and and play this this clip. Because it's not a student. There's nothing forgiven. It's all bullshit. Bullshit. But a new CNBC poll finds that many worry that canceling student debt could have some unintended consequences. A majority of Americans, 59%, are concerned loan forgiveness will make inflation worse. That's according to a new survey by CNBC and Momentum. The concern is that borrowers would have more money to spend, driving up demand, driving up inflation. Wow. Uh, that's right there. I mean, that's it. CNBC. They're absolutely right. And look at that. Look who it is. It's CNBC reporting that. It's not fucking Fox News. It, you know, there's so, oh, you guys just report from Fox News. You only watch Fox News. Not you true. don't watch anything else. That's not true. I cover the gambit. I watch everything if I can. Because yeah. uh, I want to bring the best show that I can bring to you all. And the best show that I can bring to you all is I can tell you what they're saying and I can show you what both sides are saying. And then I can tell you how they're wrong. 
And this, if he forgives student loan, that could be the 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 piece of straw that broke the camel but camel's back. Absolutely. Because that could be it. That might collapse our financial system as a whole. Well, uh here's a another interesting bit of news. Next month, September, several states are mailing out stimulus checks or tax rebates despite near historic inflation or historic inflation. Uh, recent data released by the federal government shows that the consumer price index, the key inflation metric, remained relatively elevated at 8.5% in July. Although it was down from 9.1% in June, the figures represent highs not seen in about four decades. If you live in Alaska, you can expect a payout of up to $3,200 per person to be deposited into bank accounts on September 20th including a payment of $650 meant to offset higher fuel costs. It will be a single payment to all eligible Alaskans whose applications were approved by September 9th. People who filled out a paper application or requested a paper check will receive it starting around October 3rd. So you had to ask for it and the government's going to give you free money in Alaska. In Illinois, the Illinois Family Relief Plan is offering payments for people. Single filers will get $50 and joint filers filers will get $100. Families with dependents can get up to $300. Uh, people who qualify... Wait a minute. What is this for? Oh, there's free money. Um, Was it just growing trees? Yeah, I mean, more stimulus checks. Hey, folks, if you get these checks, don't cash them. So people who qualify have to be an Illinois resident in 2021 and the adjusted gross income on your... 2021 Form Illinois 1040 has to be under $400,000 as a joint filer or under $200,000 as a single filer. So if you make 200 grand, you get an extra 50 bucks um, if you paid your taxes last year. Thanks for helping. Except for in Alaska, I think all of this is hmm, based on if you paid your taxes. Eligible workers in Minnesota under the Minnesota Frontline Workers Payment uh, Program will qualify for stimulus payments worth $750. So... Frontline workers who work in healthcare, long-term care, emergency services, school, retail, childcare, and public transit, you know, to apply for the payments uh, between June 8th and July 22nd. So, uh, yeah. In Indiana. Tara. Residents in Indiana can receive, she's, yeah, can receive tax rebates worth up to $650. Checks were supposed to be sent out in August, but were delayed due to a shortage of paper. With roughly 50,000 checks printed each day, the office anticipates all 1.7 million refund checks will be mailed by early October. Individual taxpayers get $325 and couples filing jointly will get $650. And in Colorado, Colorado residents who filed to have their 2021 tax return by June 30th can get a check of $750 by September 30th. Joint filers will receive up to $1,500. Uh, residents will receive the Colorado cash back rebate by September 30th. Extended filers who have a deadline of October 17th will get the rebate by January 31st of 2023. Um, but yeah, you have to pay your, so if you, if you just, let me, let me see. If you just filed an extension, say you owed the government $5,000 in taxes, just generally about how much we owe every year, right? Roughly. Yo, the government $5,000 and you just file an extension. Here's the here's the tricky thing. It is not illegal to not pay your taxes. It is only illegal to not file or give them some kind of paper. File an extension, file your taxes. It's not actually illegal to not pay them. Tell me something. Why are we even bringing this up? Well, uh, because remember, 
last week there was that story yep that two they were short like Two million people didn't pay their taxes this year. A whole bunch of people just all signed just on the dotted no. line. Said just no, we're said not no, paying. We're not paying. They all hey. filed extensions, or so, or they just didn't pay at all. Can so, I- would you rather file an extension for free and not pay five thousand dollars, or pay five thousand dollars and get a hundred bucks? Uh, I'd rather file an extension. Exactly. Because <laughs> that's four thousand nine hundred and. Uh, yeah. Four thousand nine hundred dollars in the wrong you direction. Said, yeah, exactly. So fuck your fuck your rebates. It's just going to make inflation go worse because the money does not go on trees, does not grow on trees. This came from somewhere. So don't pay your taxes. I mean, not don't pay your taxes. I mean, yeah. file an extension, but do it the right way. But yes. fuck it. Yeah, I'm I'm with this movement. There's uh, been a bit of a movement with it. A lot of talk. A lot of people have asked the questions about it and said, yeah, I'm just not going to. F- I'll file an extension. I'm not going to file my taxes this year. Yeah, you can file extensions for three years. Don't pay the federal government. Yep. Fuck them. Yep. Fuck them. Yeah. Conway, uh, Kanye, Con- West. Kanye West took $2.5 million in PPP and it's forgiven. Yep. I, actually, Paul Pelosi took a whole bunch of money in PPP yeah, he did. as well. And that got covered yes, up. Yes, he did. But anyway, um, recession. CNN, because we don't just play Fox News. So, So what else are we? Well, no, because we've had some stories over the last couple of weeks about mm-hmm. electric cars and all this other shit. Yeah. So what did Ford do today, folks? Are you aware of this? Did you hear about this? Uh, besides laying off a whole bunch of people? No, Ford found out that the federal government was going to give a rebate. Yeah, no, I for, talked about- For electric vehicles. I think I talked about that on no. Friday, but it was so disjointed. They raised the price of their the, cars. Their electric vehicles, yeah. exactly the yeah. amount of money that the rebate is. So the average cost of a Ford electric vehicle used to be $75,000. When the government said they were going to give you a ten thousand dollar rebate, now eighty five thousand. Now eighty five thousand dollars minimum base, the base model. Okay, your Ford fucking electric Focus or whatever, the squirrel car, you know, where you when it runs out of of electricity, you put your feet down through yeah, the floorboard you, you and you start kicking like right? fucking Fred Flintstone, yes. and you go down the road and pray you don't hit a squirrel because you'll total that bitch. Um, seriously, <laughs> yeah, that's now eighty five thousand dollars base, base. So. Good time. Like, like one of the things growing up and crazy Chuck with a K, um, all my folks over on the foxhole and even some of you fuckers out there on Twitch, because you guys are, um, up there in age, you guys remember back in the day when you used to get in a fender bender. I mean, I remember my mom, my mom, we had a 1981 Oldsmobile classic and it was the old truckster, like looking station wagon. Um, and we had the back flip up seat in the back of it where you could like open the back door and you could flip the seat up and you could be looking out backwards. No fucking seat belts throughout the whole car. Not a fucking one. And um, this thing, I remember my mom got into a car wreck and we were all in the car and she like tapped somebody like doing 10 miles an hour. And this woman had this brand new Ford, I don't know, Fiesta fucking superhero car that was made out of nothing but fucking the old shit or the new shit. And my my mom barely tapped her doing 10, 15 miles an hour. They told her they totaled her car out. Mm-hmm. The other woman's car out. My mom had a broken grill, and that was it. This motherfucker was a tank, Jaekwondo Master. It was a tank. But back in the day, they used to make cars like those things. You okay. could hit a brick wall our and that motherfucker car, would still drive. Our first car. Because 
when I turned, I was affectionately known as Crash. Um, I've, I've come to learn that it was only my, my guardian angel is the only reason that I'm still alive today because I crashed so many cars and I walked away without a scratch almost every single time. Um, I think. Which one is this? The one where you plowed through the trees? Yeah, off, yeah, yeah. The first off time. Of, uh, yeah, yeah. Off, off 133. Yeah. Um, going on, on the way to school. So uh, I just turned 16. I was driving my mom's Mazda 626. It was in Connecticut, you know, lots of hills, ice, snow, ice. snow. It was really yeah. bad. I was supposed to go straight to the school to go to a dance, but we had just moved to a new town. And I wanted to go pick up a bunch of my friends in the old town. So without telling my mom, I, I drove like 30 minutes, went and picked them up, drove back. The storm got significantly worse. Anyway, I went off the road, off some ice, through a whole bunch of trees. Um, so that car was totaled. And then um, actually I got that car back and then I totaled it again. I, t- I totaled it like that car was later. also 11 feet off the ground too. When they pulled it out of the trees, <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was way up anyway. Um, so a friend of the family of our family sold me a 79 Chevy Malibu for a dollar, a dollar. Okay. This bitch was a freaking steel tank. All You had no idea how fast it went. It was a V8 engine, but no idea how fast it went because all the emissions in the engine were plugged off with metal plugs. We had to, I sent a check to Maine for like 60 bucks for the plates and they sent it back because it's the only place you don't need emissions. You don't need to be a resident. Um, you just send them money and they send you license plates. It's pretty cool. And then, uh, oh, in the trunk, you open the trunk and you could see the ground. So we stuck a, you know, some four by four, yeah, four by four in there to cover it up. And we tied the bumper on with bungee cord and duct tape and wire hanger. And, and it worked just fine. Um, you could lock the doors, but you couldn't unlock them. And it was, it had been sp- at some point spray painted red in the sun, the exterior and the interior was like purple fuzzy seat. Seventies fucking it like, was it was amazing. It was, it was we the used to go car. play mailbox baseball with this car without a fucking baseball bat. Like I once hit a tree on purpose just I, I dented the fuck out of the tree and didn't touch the car at all. Um, it was amazing. And then when I went went away to college, I gave the car to him because he flunked out of college the first time around and had to go to the army. Um, he had deferred college for, or he went to basic training and then he went to college and then he didn't do well and then he had to go back to the army. So anyway, I, I gave him my car, which he proceeded to total. Which was actually still didn't toll really it. Ho- it still didn't toll it. Oh, you just you dropped the transmission out. In the middle no, of the, <laughs> the fucking the, the brake, brake caliper. The brake well, caliper. Was there going. was a hole in the in the brakes. Like the, I told him, that you had to pump the brakes like they were air brakes on a truck. Start a mile out, or you weren't going to stop. Um, that shit was amazing. Except you don't do that on a truck with air brakes. Yeah. Well. Anyway, that's where your problem was. You still didn't know what the hell you were talking about. So absolutely, I just you had to fucking pump the brakes forever until they actually engaged because. They're, well, I didn't drive that way, so obviously. Um, but that's how they made cars. They they don't do that anymore. So have fun with your electric vehicles because um, that's your little squirrel cars. We'll be. Happy. I, I got to get the the sound from the Jetsons Driver from when F-150s. he's driving his little car. Yeah, anyway. he does that. All right, enough personal stories. Yeah. Uh, in case you guys have, we been, are in a recession. Haven't though. been listening. We are in a recession. So we are not. Have fun buying your electric vehicles with this shit in a recession. On. There is a lot of pessimism out there in this survey. This is from the National Association of Business Economics. And check this out. They 19% say that the U.S. economy is already in a recession. That is a staggering figure. Also, a whole bunch more think in the next few quarters. You add this up, that's 53%. Together, 72% say the U.S. economy is either in a recession or headed there very soon. 
Yes. So, uh, you know, and this cracks me up. They know that the information is late. No, seriously. They're taking a poll of people to determine if we're in a recession. Yes. That's not how that works. Okay. It's not like you poll the American people and say, do you think we're in a recession? And if a majority say that they think we're in a recession, then we're in a recession. That's not how that works. Three. Two negative quarters of GDP. You're in a recession. We have had more than two negative quarters of GDP. We're in a recession. We're going on a third one right it now. It doesn't mean shit about what people think, but more and more people are starting to catch on that, oh, we're already there. Yeah, we're, we're in the recession. We're not, now Now the worry is, uh, I've noticed on the right side at least, not on the left so much, but the left has done a lot to cover up the fact that we're even in a re recession now. I've already started to hear on the right them start to talk about depression. Oh, yeah. With flames coming out of their butthole. Swear to God, with yep. flames coming out of their butthole, they're talking about depression. That we are going to be in a depression prior to the start of the new year. How does that work for Democrats in an election cycle? In this election cycle, to be specific. Forget the election cycle at all. But how does that work for them? Because right about November, we're going to get the numbers again. Oh, shit. That's prior to the election because the election's on November 8th. Fuck. On November 5th, when they release those numbers, do you think they're going to stop and say, yeah, we're not going to release these numbers yet? What do you want to bet those numbers are delayed by a week? Oh, yeah. On November 5th, those numbers should come out. They, My dad's birthday. They should come out my dad's birthday. The numbers for the GDP, the consumer price index, and all that other stuff, they should all show up on the 5th. Are we in a depression? Yeah, well, we can't be no, in a no, depression no. yet because we haven't gone six quarters yet with negative GDP. the election's on November 8th. Correct. But what do you want to bet that those numbers are going to get pushed off a week for the election? Absol what do you want to bet? After the election. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want to bet? So. Just saying. Throwing it out there. Hello, Monzon official. Welcome, sir. So, um, or ma'am or whatever you go by, whatever your pronoun is, I, I, Jim, John, Gracie Lou, Bill right. Bob. I heard the best line today. Cause you all know that my personal pronoun is cunt, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. I was, my son, everybody knows that. I know my son turned me on to the show, the boys, which is like bad superheroes. Um, actually it's not bad. They're, it's, they're, it, they're, it, it's they're, got they're, some pretty funny points. in it. No, no, no. I mean the the superheroes are bad. Yeah. Oh no, they're, they're bad like, guys. They're, they're bad I dudes. I don't mean the show is bad. I mean the superheroes are bad. But yeah, like they literally were on a plane that was crashing. Like one of them could fly. Yeah. And he took the other one off with him and said, "It's their time." Yeah. Fuck it. We can't Sorry, help. We can't. We can't. I can't fly up and down that many times to save 123 people. Fuck them. Let them die. Anyway, and we can't take any of them because then they'll tell that you know everybody else that we lost them. But um, there was one line in there, right? There's these regular people that are working against the bad superheroes, and and one of them's British. And he uses the word cunt all the time. And the other guy, Huey, looks at him and he goes, you, you say cunt like it's a bad thing, but they're flexible. They can take a pounding. <laughs> Why is this a bad thing? Because <laughs> twat was taken at the time. He says twat a lot too. <laughs> He's used twat and cunt a lot, but they're flexible and they can take a pounding. Why is that a bad word? Linz, why do you do that? Anyway. Do you not like spelling it or, I mean, you always say, you always do it C-nut. Like I caught myself uh, saying C-nut the other day. Probably because on Twitch or a lot of platforms, if you put in a word like cunt or bitch or whatever, they'll, they'll, 
Uh, a lot of people won't see it because they'll they'll have profanity blockers, blockers on there. On gotcha. There, so that way everyone can see it and, and know what it is. I, I, I like it. I, I yeah. think it's funny. I caught myself doing it the other day. I said, see nut. And like some somebody looked at me and they were like, what the fuck? See nut. Yeah, I was no, like, I cunt. I meant cunt. See you next Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, a little off the rails there, but um, I I would not denigrate the word cunt to use it on Joe Biden. No. Right. Here's what I want to know. Go ahead and pull this up. I I think that they keep. Why can't spending- you? Trump is God. I can use it. I use retard on here Apparently, all the time. There are no retard? rules. Yeah. There are no rules in our chat. You just chat. You do you. Yeah. You do what you can handle. If you can handle it, do it. Yeah, we don't care. What, I don't give a fuck what you say. We, You're we, not going to offend me. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, we're impossible to offend. But um, I, I think that they keep sending Biden on vacation because at one point in the beginning, he went on vacation and it was the best week he'd ever had. Yeah. And his <laughs> approval numbers went up and like, all this like all this stuff happened. So they're like, OK, let's send Biden. His, his approval numbers are horrible. Let's send Biden on vacation so maybe his numbers can come up. No, they're not. They're, they're not coming up. Um, so. Uh, so, yeah, go, go ahead and, and play this Biden's job. Performance. Biden sucks stuff. Look at this. Fine question we're always looking at here in midterm election years. The president's job approval rating, and you see Joe Biden in our new poll, 42% approved, 55 disapproved. It's been a few months since the last NBC poll back in May, and the change since then, really no change. Biden's approval rating exactly the same in our poll toward the end of the summer as it was as the summer was beginning. And the key to this, of course, obviously, there usually historically has been a pretty strong link between a president's job approval rating and how his party does during midterm elections. The only two times in modern history that a White House party has actually picked up seats in midterm elections was Bill Clinton in 98. It was George W. Bush in 92. Their approval ratings were both well above 60 percent. Biden's, you see, sitting in that zone where presidents and their parties typically have lost seats. Well, they do lose seats and they lose seats because the motherfucker standing on the left side of that screen there is absolutely retarded. He still doesn't know what he's talking about. And when he is in front of a teleprompter, he's going to fuck up. We all know that. Everybody knows that. It's not a new thing. I want to know who are these 42%? There's a lot of them, but it gets better. I don't understand. There was a Russiagate binder uh, that has... That has unreleased messages between Peter Strzok and Lisa Page. Okay. President Donald Trump wanted released during the final days of office uh, some information that contained a pair of former leading FBI officials. One was a CIA official, as we now know. Peter Strzok was a CIA official, and we know that Lisa Page was the FBI twat. Um, the White House Chief of Staff, Mark Meadows, had a plan to give the binder to at least one conservative journalist, but he backed off when Justice Department officials warned that circulating these messages from Strzok and Page could put officials in jeopardy being sued over privacy law violations, and sources told uh, the Washington Examiner. 
Three, uh, there remains an air of mystery about the documents covered in Trump's 11th hour declassification memo issued January 9th, 2021, at the end of his administration. In it, Trump declared declassified materials in a binder ordered to the attorney general to implement redactions proposed in the FBI's 17, uh, January 17th submission returned to White House appropriately redacted copy. This order, Meadows wrote in his 2021 book, The Chief's Chief, would help ensure the transparency in a special counsel John Durham's criminal inquiry into the Trump-Russia investigation that began with Crossfire Hurricane. I'm confident that President Trump will provide much-needed clarity to remove and excuse uh, for the final Durham report to remain uh, in a classified vault, he wrote. However, it is yet full disclosure 19 months since Trump left office, leaving the fate of Trump's declassification order in the hands of President Joe Biden's administration. That order, if it exists, can be overruled now by Biden, noted a national security lawyer. That's not actually true because at the time of the declassification, Trump said it was no longer classified, nor was it a national security threat to the United States. That being said, Biden can't go overdo that now. Just because shit changed doesn't give Biden. It has to be at the time in which President Trump declassified it. At the time, that shit didn't have any national security threats. Hmm. Details about the binder were nestled in a lengthy New York Times report, which generally covered up the chaotic final days of the Trump White House and was published in the aftermath of the FBI raid at Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort, which seized documents to include highly classified ones that it's weird. They still haven't arrested him. Why haven't you arrested him? If they were so fucking highly classified, why haven't you arrested the motherfucker? If it was so bad, so open to national security, why? Why, Joe? Why haven't you arrested him? I, I might, I might have an answer to that. Besides the fact that, it, well, it falls into there. They're terrified. So uh, this is really funny. Um, Real Clear Investigations doxed the FBI agents that did the Mar-a-Lago raid. No, I know. I read it. Okay, I read it. Yeah, I read it last week when it happened. Well, you read it on Friday when. The show was so. Oh, that's true. I should go get that store. I, I, have I it right should here. go get. No, no, you don't have the 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 red state article. No, I have the red state article I, printed. I, I know, I got you, but that's fine. Kyle Becker basically did a, a review of it. He put it out on a Substack. So, uh, a real clear investigations review of the agents involved in the FBI's Trump raid has found that the anti-Trump operation was run primarily by the Washington field office and not the Miami field office. We've talked about that. The Washington field office is deeply enmeshed in the FBI's crossfire hurricane operation from 2016 to 2017, which featured laundered Clinton opposition research and FISA surveillance warrant abuse in a scandal that critics refer, refer to as Spygate. Hmm. So uh, the Washington field office was also remarkably lax in its prevention of the January 6th siege carried out by far-right extremists. It has since come out in court documents that the FBI had more agents embedded at the Capitol during the Capitol riots than previously known. Hmm. What do you know? 
And uh, Director Ray, FBI Director Ray, conceded in exchange with Senator Ted Cruz during Senate testimony in August. Um, the Bureau promoted Stephen D'Antuano, the special agent in charge of the Det- Detroit field office, to become the assistant director of the Washington field office in October 2020. And that was the same month that the FBI announced the Whitmer kidnapping plot that they basically enacted. Um, so, uh, an examination of the Bureau agents involved in the Mar-a-Lago raid reveals other connections between them and the FBI officials who played key roles in advancing the Russiagate hoax. Sources told Real Clear Investigations that Jay Bratt, it's an unfortunate name, the top counterintelligence <laughs> official in Justice's National Security Division, who happens to be a Democratic National Committee donor, has been coordinating the Mar-a-Lago investigation with Alan Kohler. Of course. Who heads the FBI's counterintelligence Hmm. division. What else was he Mm -hmm. responsible for? A critical thing to note about Bratt, who, uh, as was noted in an anonymous tip from Truth Ninja, is that he is a, quote, resource of the Mueller investigation and worked directly with Andrew Weissman. He did. Russiagate followers recall, recall Andrew Weissman, nicknamed as Mueller's Pitbull. He was Weissman. Yeah. Weissman, if you remember, Weissman was the one who confronted. Uh, then it was it was Jared Kushner, uh, just after and said, "Oh, oh, oh, I, I gotta, I gotta do this." Uh, no, no, you don't. So, Brett, the top counterintelligence official at Justice, traveled to Mar-a-Lago in early June and personally inspected the storage facility while interacting with both Trump and one of his lawyers. Sparing notes. Trump allowed the three FBI agents Brat bought with him to open boxes in the storage room and look through them. They left with some documents. After leaving, Brat made a request to Trump's lawyer for increased security of the facility and asked to see the surveillance footage from the security cameras. The lawyers complied. Months went by before the Justice Department took the politically explosive step of sending FBI agents unannounced to Trump's home, seizing documents, photos. We've been all over that. Um, so uh, let's see. According to the Federal Election Commission records, Brat has given exclusively to Democrats, including at least $800 to the Democrat National Committee. Sources say he is close to David Lofman, who he replaced as the top counterofficial, counterintelligence official at Justice. An Obama donor, Lofman helped oversee the Russiagate probe, as well as the Clinton email case, which also involved classified information. Lofman was the one who went out and ex- inspected um, old Hilldog's router. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, he was the one that went out there with all the high tech tools and stuff and checked the router and all this other shit and found out, well, wait a minute, you had a direct line into classified servers. Yeah. But th- it, that didn't matter. And then it, yeah. Cause it, yeah. well, it burnt down. So it d- never, well, and never then, materialized. Uh, Nicholas McQuaid worked at the same law firm with both Hunter Biden's criminal attorney and Michael Sussman's criminal attorney. He was part of the FBI raid. Lisa Monaco, Obama aide implicated in Russiagate. Maggie Goodlander, wife of top Biden aide Jake Sullivan, implicated in Russiagate. Isn't this interesting? In a review of conflicts of interest and political bias at the Department of Justice, Senator Chuck Grassley and Senator Ron Johnson explicitly listed Nicholas McQuaid as an official of concern. Hmm. Uh, Yeah, this shit, I mean, this shit is so dirty. It is not even No, it's all, it's all like... It, it's almost like one thing failed and they looked around the room. And they said, okay, who can we send to do this? And they looked back and the same guy was sitting there every time. And they were like, Hey dude, go do this. 
And like this guy is uh, one of these dudes was involved in everything. He was involved in the Spygate shit. Mm hmm. He was involved in uh, Russiagate, and he was also involved in the Clinton server. And it's one dude, and he keeps popping up in all three. And one of the things he said was, "Oh, wait a minute, I, I, I can, I can't fucking." Uh, he's like, "Well, they wouldn't let him do like the whole cell phone thing didn't take off, so he was still sitting around the office." And they were like, "Hey, would you mind going out and saying that Trump had a bunch of hookers come out and piss in a bed, and then say that Obama and fucking." <coughs> You know, Clinton used to sleep in that bed type shit. And they did it. And like, this guy did it. This guy did everything they wanted him to do. He's like, well, if I'm going to get paid for it, why not? Who gives a fuck? I'll be your source. Sure. Why not? Mm -hmm. Well, I think also maybe um, they were specifically looking for the Russiagate documents that these particular people were implicated in. And that's why they pulled these particular well, people to be on this team to search Mar-a-Lago because who better to, whether the documents are classified or not, who better to look through stuff than, than the one guy who's looking for himself. He's exactly. investigating himself. You have a mole investigating a mole. Yep. It's a mole hunt looking for the mole That's exactly and he's right. the mole. Yep. This is like, just like from departed. There's nothing different here. The dirty cops out there looking for the dirty cop. Mm -hmm. This hasn't changed at all. My point though, with it, it or one of the bigger points I think with this one is if you look at what they're doing though, they use the same play on every single one of these cases. They're using the same play again at Mar-a-Lago. They are putting the crime out there or they're finding the criminal and then they're trying to place a crime at his feet. Yep. How many of you have ripped, ripped off a tag off your mattress? That's a crime. Yeah, that is a crime. Actually, it's not a crime if you own it. It's a crime if you rip it off before you, before you purchase it. So, I mean, how many people have done that? Got, I, somebody got, can you gone through bed bath and beyond and just started ripping tags off mattresses you ain't never done that no maybe oh, that's why bed bath and beyond's going out of business shit i better stop <laughs> now they went woke they're done so either way holy shit shotgun seamus is back hello welcome back sir and sir we do have your uh your namesake now When I got my podcast channel, I made that obvious. And they still confirm my channel, so that's BS. So, uh, uh, which one? Twitch. They're, they're talking. Oh no, um, they got to be no, talking Fo about Twitch. Foxhole. He's oh talking really? About Foxhole. Yeah. No. They're I, thought police, not on Foxhole. Yeah, I haven't seen any on, on on Foxhole. We've only been busted off of Twitch once. I think it was when we had uh, we had Tom Renz on. Yeah. They they banned our Twitch channel yep. for a little bit of time and Mike called them, or, yeah Mike called them a bunch of fucking like pussy boys and whatnot and they still I, restored our channel. I told them that I was going to kick their ass yeah. and they restored their channel and I was like, well that's okay then. Anyway, knock on wood. Yes. So uh, speaking of fucking pussy boys, um, whoa! Not you, you didn't have to go there. Not you. So <sighs> the Pentagon, right? We we talked a bit about this. In Truspiracy, if you guys missed Truspiracy yesterday, it was a four-hour show, um, and we had we still have another four hours of content to go over, so we're going to have to do part two of the Kovac special here soon. Part two. Yeah, part two. Um, but uh, so you know that the Army has kicked out 25% of its combat-ready force for refusing to take the jab. Not only that, 
The Pentagon is hosting transgender and non-binary gender inclusion and pronoun usage workshops. Mm -hmm. So an army whistleblower reveals that the Army's Diversity, Equity, Inclusion, and Accessibility, DEEO, office will be hosting a gender inclusion workshop on August 30th. You better sign up for that, babe. Maybe they'll do it at the VA too. An Army email blasted out to service members says that, quote, the workshop will cover a discussion training on gender identity, transgender, and non-binary 101, use of pronouns and other best practices in gender inclusivity. See, you know what my problem with the Army in this is? When you get into the D-E-E-O or the E-E-O, which is your um, your equal opportunity branch um, folks within the military, you know what I always notice about them? Like everybody that is in charge of those programs or involved in those programs, hmm. they're of a minority race. Well, this workshop will be hosted by Mari Monson, a person described as a federal LGBTQI plus, they forgot the A, employee who works as a quote, diversity program manager at the U.S. Office of Personnel Management. Yeah, OPM. OPM. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Don Jr. had something to, uh, to say about that. It's of course he funny. did. Because all it is is uh, the uh, pussification yes. of the United States military is what it becomes. Oh, and the left came after him for this too. It was quite hysterical. Of course he did. Let alone in our military. I have friends on SEAL teams that tell me they spend more time now in diversity training <laughs> than they do shooting. And I was also like, this is one of those um, okay. What'd they come after him for? He has friends in the SEAL teams? Yeah, he doesn't have any friends in the SEAL teams. That's what they, that's what they said, that he doesn't have any friends in the SEAL teams. So oh. then on True Social... Actually, I, I know he doesn't. They posted a picture of him with a bunch of... He he went out with some once. SF guys. He went out with some once. They were all at Mar-a-Lago, apparently. But he... they. I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know about that one. I that one I'm going to call... A, I, uh, I don't know that... I'm going to call the bullshit hammer on that one. Bullshit. Sleep, anyway. Sleep, well, eat, and lift, and sun. And sun. I mean. Did, That's not really done. Do juniors. They, do they have friends outside of their own teams? Not really. I didn't, uh, we don't, don't, really we have, don't associate that You don't that really way. have civilian friends. I don't. I, I had one. I had one. Okay. Well, maybe he thinks they're his friends, but they don't think that they're his. Like, you know, maybe he thinks they're friends, but they don't think he's a friend. I don't know. And anyway, I, I'm not sure. I'm not saying that he's full of shit. I'm just saying that he doesn't really have friends that are in SEAL teams because we don't get along with people who don't understand things we say. We just don't do it. It's just not in our blood. It, it's not a personal thing. It's just something where I can talk to somebody and nothing but acronyms. That person can understand me and say, yeah, you remember when we did this? We're just having a conversation. If you're a civilian, you can't even... It's really funny. One of the things, and uh, even Justin said something to me about it. He's like, uh, he asked me, he's like, dude, what's it like to kill somebody? And I said, uh, I don't think I can ever explain it to you. I, I don't think I can ever tell you the feeling that you have. I said, because it's not something that you talk about. You just don't talk about it. I'm like, yeah, I did it. I killed people. Okay, big deal. Who gives a fuck? I don't give a shit. Like, that's the reason why I, I can sleep at night. I don't care. I did it. It was a job. I was being paid to do it. You don't remember a lot of it too, so that helps. Well, it does. Trust me. Brain injuries are nice in that aspect. However, 
a lot of people ask about it. They were like, how do you, I always told them, I was like, dude, I, recoil. I mean, that's funny, but literally that's what I felt. I never felt anything, never felt, um, any love loss, nothing. I, there was very few times. It's really funny when the shit really got rolling and we start getting shot at the funny part. I don't remember once being angry. I remember smiling a lot. No kidding. I remember saying shit's getting real like this. Yay. Let's go. Yes. When he starts bouncing, you know, he gets excited. Yeah. I get very excited. Um, I want to address Foxhole real quick. Kaori, you do you, honey. And we do care. And uh, we, we, we'll we support do care you. about you. And, we will uh, support you. 100%. Don't you sweat it. So you, you are one of my trolls. You were one of my troll stoppers over there. I got Sparky boy in the fucking group over on Twitch and they'll fucking kill everybody. I I'm down with it. I, you're absolutely right. They will learn respect or you'll take care of them. I'm not worried about it. That's yep. why you're still doing what you're doing. So yeah. you do you, we, we support you. If somebody comes out and says some bad shit, don't you worry about it. We'll yep. take care of you. I, I'll give a fuck. And that goes for any of you guys in Twitch either, because I make you guys moderators. So if you guys, you know, do it, that's what you do. You do you. Yep. We'll take care of it. But time for some humor real quick. Yeah. This will be funny. We'll talk about that some other time. No, we'll talk about it now. I said we'll talk about that some other time. You don't tell me what I talk about. what I can talk about in my own house. Don't you point your finger at my nose. I'll point my finger at your nose and I'll point my foot somewhere else. And then... You see the same, nothing has changed, the same crude manners, the same fighting fists. And you still got the same bad temper, the same big fat mouth. You, you, <laughs> you battle act. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Battle axe. I love that shit. Yes. From... I'm going to stick my finger in my foot and I'm put my foot in another position. C3P. C3P meme. Yes. Anyway. Dude, that guy's fucking hysterical. Yeah, he really killing is. It with it. So, Either way, it's about that time. Speaking folks. of Justin, time for a Justin tribute. Roll it up, pack it, flip it, smack it down, do whatever you're going to do with it. Ooh, I'll play that tomorrow. What, Smack It Down? Oh, smack that, What Down? What was that one song that fucking one chick played all the time? I, I remember hearing it in 2000. Hmm. When I was deployed all the, pretty much the whole decade. I mean, I wasn't even here in 2000, folks. So I'm really fucked when it comes to music. <laughs> you don't know how hard it was today to fucking... I was like, this came out in 2000? No wonder the 2000s suck so bad. All right, y'all. I, I just got to throw this out here. And I put this in the Telegram chat since totally off chan tan uh, on a tangent here. Yep. Um, our, our, our youngest child is in the chat again in Twitch. Um, and he says, the world is a donut. So it's freaking hysterical. We're having this conversation at the dinner table last night, right? Because we have, of course, random conversations at the dinner table. This one was a flat earth conversation. And he says... I am not a globist. I am not a flat earther. The world is a donut. That's it. That's what I say. That's what it is. The world is a donut. And his his proof of this is because if the world was flat, more people live in the east than in the west. So why doesn't it tilt over? And I told him that it, it was must because be of a donut. 
I told him that it was because of how fat Americans are. Yes. We keep the earth we balanced. Offset it. We offset uh, the weight problem. I was like, so it can't be a donut. It's just on a flat plane. Why can't it be on a flat plane with nothing underneath it? But I'm good with it. You know what? I love that he thinks the world is a donut because it means that he is cognitively thinking outside thinking outside the box or the the donut or whatever it is you know it's that independent creative thinking taking it further your teacher told you or what your parents told you or what you see on the news think for yourself come up with wacky ideas i think that's uh what we call um budding conspiracy theorists no (laughs) he's totally a budding conspiracy theorist well he could be I mean, he thinks the world's a donut. So. <laughs> could be. But yes, Captain Soup Rays, it does seem legit, right? Three million skinny Asians versus three billion skinny Asians versus 330 million fat Americans. Fat Americans. Most definitely. One of us is easily equal to two of them. <laughs> Not maybe 10. We're yeah. twice their height and five times their, their mass. Body mass. Body mass index is huge. Oh, yes. All right. Uh, yes, so, the border. The border. Back to the border. Back to the border. Because you always got to go back. She said something really interesting here that we're going to address afterwards. So, Youth care escort, and he works with kids as young as one month up to 17 years of age. And he basically told me how they're putting 200 to 300 children on these charter flights and shipping them to New York, California, Oregon, Washington, all over the U.S. And so many people keep asking me, isn't this considered child trafficking? Well, yes, it technically would be. But under the Biden administration, this is essentially legal. MVM Inc. signed a federal contract with the Biden administration for $136 million back in 2021. So our taxpayer dollars going towards funding all of this. I wrote pieces on the post-millennial for both of these stories, and I'd highly encourage people to go and read the pieces because, again, uh, on top of these children being shipped throughout the United States... That's no bullshit. You you guys need to go read her two pieces that she put out there. I've actually read them. They are fucking spot on. Not only that, she does talk about Justin and Jason in one of them because she talks about some guys in Arizona who brought a whole lot of attention to a part of the border. And now they have more border agents at that. Maybe cause she brings that up as a possible, possible solution. She says, well, maybe we need more people like those two Americans who were down there in Arizona in late May that provoked the border agents that now they have almost triple the amount of border agents along that part of the border wall than they've ever had. Yeah. So again, Justin and Jason, Justin and Jason did that. That's the only two guys that I can think of that were down there pissing off the border patrol in May. And um, yeah, that's exactly what she was talking about. She's just that good. She does talk fast. Um, the employee that spoke to me provided me with an email that was basically stating that these children were being handed over to improperly identified adults, meaning that the paper that the Office of Refugee Resettlement is is giving these employees, they're not making sure that the adult on the paper matches the adult they're handing this child over to. And it's absolutely insane. Because remember, they found one of the children, a girl, a a young girl that was going to somebody in Arizona, a neo-Nazi who who was a neo-Nazi who just gotten out of jail for being a pedophile. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, keep going. 
You know what's incredible about, about, I mean, and I'm sure this is just a kind of small snapshot of everything you've been uncovering. I mean, it's even worse than, than we think. I mean, you know, we've all been watching Bill Malugin's fantastic reporting. I mean, you've, you've gone behind the scenes. You've talked to the agent. You've got these whistleblowers. It's even worse than we thought. And we know it's absolutely catastrophic. What is unbelievable? Just final thoughts about it. I mean, what do you make of the Democrat insistence? Still, they insist the border is not open. The border Later, is secure. Mayorkas was saying that just the other day, the other week, and that their policy is humane. Yeah, the Biden administration is an absolute joke and they're liars. I've gone down there myself and any single American can go do this and they can watch illegals flood our border every single day, okay? They're coming across here because they know that America is open for business and this administration can continue to lie to the American people, but we can see what's going on. We can see the demographic of our own country changing in live time and we can see the crime rate surging as the cartel is allowed to run rampant. Yeah, it, it is. And it's getting worse so and worse. What and she worse. said there, every any American can go down to the border and see this for themselves. Ooh, why were we, why were we run off of the border? Exactly. Where Justin and Jason were? How how is it? How can you say that every American can go down? Can yeah, go down because to the border we and were run off because when we went down to the border to see for ourselves, we had 22 Border Patrol SRT. Bureau of Land Management people behind us, literally following us up and down the border. It's supposed to be public land. Yeah, we went down there, but we weren't allowed to spend any we time there. To be there, we weren't even allowed to stop, except that I said that I was a photographer, which I am, and I was taking pictures of the view which and I put it in front of them. Um, but other than that, like five minutes, they're like, "If you stop again, we're going to arrest you. We're going to yeah, they were going to pound your vehicle, impound our vehicles. Like, are you fucking? You know, I was like, so how can you say every American can go down to the border when that's not true? And she's not on the left, folks. She's on the right. She's fighting the right. So she obviously doesn't know about what happened to us when we went to the same place at the border that Justin and Jason went to. But she did write some. She She did did. write. She writes badass articles. I mean, she calls out some shit. I was doorbell video of Ann Hesh car flying by with tires squealing like she was holding down the brakes. I have not seen that. Send it to me, please, Leo Sayer. I really yeah. appreciate it. I, I, oh, I saw the it. one in the lady's front yard. Is that the same one no. where the smoke's coming from the back of her car? Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. Because somebody said that she hit, she had hit a garbage can up the road. She had tried to steer off the road, up the road, which this is interesting because, uh, might know something about this. Hey, shout out to Bradley up in <laughs> Connecticut. How you doing, Bradley? Bradley, how are you? Oh, Bradley, <laughs> what is going on? Up in can oh man, you know I knew your dad when you'd call him a pipsqueak. <laughs> We've known your dad since he was younger than you are now. So. Yeah. Back when he dressed up in a kilt and danced on a stage. We'll get into that in another story. Anyway, yes, never, never I still you produce a kid as cute as you are. Yeah, I, I, I still remember that there, but you must look like your mom. Old Brigadoon brings back memories, doesn't it? That's going to hurt, isn't it? Later, you're going to get really drunk and say, shit. Yeah, I got to get really drunk. All right. Anyway, um, where were we? So, there, yeah, she was driving down the road. Uh, there's another video that they have not released to the press yet that I've heard about. I've only heard about it. I have not seen it. Um, 
where she's driving down the road and she violently turns to the left. Now I heard about a, um, I won't say I heard about it. I know of a program that was created some time ago by a really brilliant dude, a dude like scary, smart, like scary genius. Not, not like you, you couldn't tell if he's good or bad, but you could definitely see <laughs> he'd go either way. Um, so anyway, this guy, Captain Cap Braid, they she had no alcohol in her system. She had a little zero. bit. Of, she had a little bit of cocaine in her system. Zero. She had a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit, and that could have been from anything. As no, no. They well, were, the, the fentanyl was from the painkillers they gave her in the hospital. I think they determined that, but there was there was some cocaine in her system, which honestly I don't think was unusual. I think there was probably always cocaine in Anne Hesh's system. No shit. She's been doing coke for, for a hot minute. Folks. No shit. Yep. Anyway, and, so um, if you watch this video, she makes this violent left. And she cuts into another dude's yard, taken out, completely taken out his trash can and everything. Um, apparently went under her car. And that metal handle that's on those trash cans got up in underneath her car. Supposedly, they were trying to say, uh, somebody was trying to say in another thing I watched earlier about this, that that's what that was. And I was like... I, I can understand that and it makes sense. I've seen the craziest shit stuck in the bottom of cars before, especially from drunk drivers. Drunk drivers hit just the weirdest shit. Like I found four signs and a fucking bicycle under a dude's car. No body to the bicycle. Thank God. So we know nobody was on the bicycle right. when he hit I it. I mean, remember we just talked about my first car wreck when my car was ended up propped up on four trees with all four uh, yeah, of them. 11 feet of them over the top yeah, 11, of the yeah, car. Yeah, we know. So, yeah. So there's just, it was crazy shit, but I, I've seen that stuff. It's not nuts. Um, however, we, you also see like just normal stuff that you would normally see. So if you veered off the road and you plowed through a brick wall, there would obviously be like bricks and shit up underneath your car. Okay, great. Well, apparently um, that's what they're accrediting that to. And the only reason they're accrediting that to that is because of there is some dude who lives in LA who went out and he said there is a groove in the road where that smoke is coming from that ring doorbell. Well, Hey, all right, here, here. And here. I was like, okay, there's possibilities there. However, I heard about a program. Well, I know of the program that this smart, scary dude came up with and essentially wirelessly through, he figured it out for, do you remember the scene in die hard where he's with the kid? I forget which die hard it is. It's the one we both like. The, the, the fire the sale 4th one. of July fire sale one. Yep. Yes. Yep. Do you remember the kid when he walks up and he fucking beats the back of the car with a trash can, mm -hmm. opens the door, gets in rifles through yeah, the yeah, shit. Yeah. 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 The airbags and, and go calls, off. Calls the, yep, it it yep. sets off all sorts yep. of shit, blah, 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 blah. Well, whatever that system is, what was the name of that system in the car? You remember OnStar? Yeah. It's OnStar. So OnStar, this guy basically figured out how to hack OnStar so that you can remote control someone else's car. Not not only can you remote control, you can control everything. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Remote control. You have full 100% control over someone and, else's vehicle. And the reason that Ann Hesh, as I think happened, if this program was being used that I know the United States military purchased, mm -hmm. 
They if did, they did the same thing to uh, the Breitbart retort, reporter. If they can do that, Hastings, Michael Hastings, it would never be recorded in the the car's little black box mm-hmm. because every vehicle, just in case you all are wondering, every vehicle when cops ask for um, if after an accident they ask you for permission to search your vehicle. One of the things they're going to take from your vehicle is that little black box. It's a little tiny. I want to say it's a couple terabytes in size, the memory that it can hold. Uh, but it's this little black box. Literally, it's almost like a uh, flight recorder for a plane. All right. This shit is so precise. For instance, if you all, we're like using your cell phone. You know how if they ask you if you were using your cell phone or not, and you're like, oh, no, 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 I, I wasn't. I wasn't. They go back to that little black box. That little black box will say if your cell phone was in use and you were emitting a signal. Because everybody connects their, you connect your cell phone to your car. Even if it's you don't automatic, plug it with yeah. a cable, yeah, it's Bluetooth. it automatically Bluetooths to your car. Yep. Um, so what do uh, Anthony Bourdain, Chester Bennington, Kate Spade, Michael Hastings, Helena Hutchins and Anne Hayes all have in common. Oh, and Paul Walker. What they, they were all going to out child pedophilia, child trafficking, yep. child sex trafficking, pedophilia. especially in Hollywood. Yep. Yep. So Every single one this, of them. This just came to our attention too. We, we just found out about it. And uh, yeah, that's, that's some freaking fucking shit. Yeah. Josh was talking about it. When, when we went on uh yeah no i know Red I, project last thursday which is the last real new show we did since friday was fucked yeah yeah we're real i gotta tell you i'm really really sorry about friday i would not have gone live if uh i thought that was gonna happen trust me yeah uh, yeah i, I did could, I see even, Stu honestly, peter's documentary but i didn't see that he didn't really connect it like that though did he like you just simplified it down to the basic form. They were all, every single one of them, they were all involved in projects. So they were all separate projects too. Yep. Every single one of them. They had no idea they that anybody else was doing They came independently. This. Yep. Yep. And they made, Kate, remember they made Kate Spade's husband wear the, the, um, the rat mask as he came out of, out of the house the next day. Remember that? Like from, uh, from like, like the, uh, Oh shit. Um, the cartoon movie, Holy, oh. the down under, whatever. Hold, hold on. Hold on. What? Something just hit your head. All right. You just, you just, you guys just literally watch the, watch the left side of his brain kicked in, kick into action right there. What? I, I think I know who's next. Who's next? Stu Peters? No, <laughs> no, no. Who's next? So I got a really weird text from uh, a good friend of mine. Oh, no, 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 no. There is a reason that, um, what's his, what's his name that, that, uh, oh, he, he was in Passion of the Christ. Mel Gibson? No, 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 no. That, that played Jesus. And he did that movie on child sex trafficking and, and he's not, and he's, it's not been released. There was a private viewing of it in Vegas last year and, but it's not actually been released. He's on my list too, but he's not next. Okay. Because Jim, Jim, uh, Jim, Jim Cavazil, I can never say Yep. He, um, yeah, but it hasn't been released yet though. So it hasn't affect, hasn't been able to affect enough people. However, so 
as soon as that gets released or as soon as they actually have a production company that's willing to release it, I guarantee you they're going to kill him. Anyway, but yeah. I, I, just in Who's case next? you all are Lindsay Lohan fans, you might want to like mute me right now. Okay. This is super under the table, under the table. And the only reason I found out about it was a good friend of mine that I had back in California. Someone put her on your pedo list? No, she's always been on the pedo. Okay, list. she's always been on the pedo list. She's never not been on, not not been on the pedo list. One of these days, I think I have to write that list down, but it's long and undistinguished. It's it's more about the the non pedos. That's the smaller list, and that's the one that I have mostly memorized. However, she was. Um, You're right, Leo Slayer. Lindsay Lohan doesn't have fans, not since parent trap she uh apparently is coming out here in the next couple weeks against gascon uh the district attorney in la martin dean or whatever his name is i know it's it's either martin dean because i know it's one of those guys from the rap hat backwards um i think it was dean martin so it was martin dean um he's like the uh la attorney uh mm -hmm. district attorney whatever and um She's about to, because apparently she got raped. Of course she did. Like by all of them. Of course she did. She grew up in Hollywood. She, why do you think I referenced Parent Trap? And, well, no, she got raped so many times in Parent Trap. I'm amazed she ever finished that movie. She also is going to bring Epstein and what's her nuts that just went away. And, the black, and the black book back up. No shit. Yeah, because so, she knows she knows about the black book. So Lindsay Lohan's about to flip the script. Out them all? Yeah. She'll be dead before that though. What do you want to bet. bet? You watch, she's gonna be fucking dead. In a car accident or a drug overdose. Yep. Mythical magical drug no drugs in her system. She'll be completely clean. But or, the, or, or, they will say it would no, be no, a no. drug overdose. Or she'll hang herself with a red scarf. If that happens, that's it. I I'm done. I'm fucking done. You will not hear me utter another word. I will be a fucking silent mute podcaster. No, you won't. I'll be fucked up. <laughs> no, you won't. Yeah, Herbie's brakes fail. That's possible. Okay. Uh, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, wait, wait, folks. You're, it's about to drop. I just heard about it because I, uh, uh, one of my really good friends, he's still in California. God bless his soul. Um, and he is right. And he works down there. He a technical advisor for some film company or some shit. Anyway, he was just telling me about it the other day about how he overheard this. The, the guy's like, he's like on the current set that he's on. Um, the guy's like, you gotta understand in the military, if we're not, you know, out there engaged in something, we're either A, going to get in trouble, B, we're more than likely drinking too much, and C, if you got a craft food cart, fuck, you better get four because that motherfucker ain't going to last. We'll eat our weight in gold. Um, and these guys are on this movie set. They're that well-trained. So they're, you know, if they're not working out, if they're not on the job, they're asleep or laying in their racks doing whatever you know, slapping the clown, punching the monkey, whatever you want to call it, waxing the dolphin, uh, choking the purple headed yogurt slinger. Got yep, it. yep, yep. This guy, he was sitting in his fucking, he's sitting in his trailer and they're, for whatever reason on the current set, they stop right in front of his trailer and talk. 
And he overheard this whole thing about Lindsay yeah, Lohan. Because he's a servant. They don't pay any attention to him. They don't actually think that, you know, non-elites, that that the people that they pay to do their menial labor actually have ears or brains that can comprehend what they're saying. I worked in hospitality for a very long time. And there were times, especially when staffing shortages are no joke, especially in like Summers and Hilton Head, when I would be cleaning rooms. I was the executive housekeeper, but I'd be pushing a cart around cleaning rooms. And the things that I heard, because people just completely ignored me, like I wasn't there, same thing, like, you know, the restaurant would get slammed, I'd go bust tables, you know, because I, I helped out wherever I could. You, you see the job needs to be done, you go and do it. That's what happens when you're a good manager. Um, people just completely ignore you. If you are a peon, that's, that's why they call them peons. They can pee on you and not even fucking notice. And that's right. I, I'm just, um, I'm just saying. I gotcha. I wins. They are, they are right. Actually, Paris Hilton came out about her boarding school. Um, I know this particularly because I was actually invited to attend that boarding school. Was given a scholarship to go to that boarding school with my horse, which is no joke. That shit was like fucking ten thousand dollars a month. And my mom said, fuck no. Why would I send you away from me when you're in one of the top, literally the top high schools in the country in a public school in Connecticut? The school, you're, the high school you're in is better than this boarding school that, why do they want you to go there so bad? Hmm. It's funny. Anyway, my mom wouldn't let me go, but yeah, um, she spoke out about her boarding school, not about Hollyweird. So so I, I just, I, that just hit me like a, a yeah. ton of bricks here. Lohan, I'm next. I, I put money on it. I, you know, I didn't even put two and two together. Yeah, I, on you know what? We got to bring Natalie Delise, Denise on here soon, do a, a child trafficking episode for True Spiracy. I know True Spiracy spooked out for like a fucking month right now, but. Then I had to push this week's True Spiracy to the first weekend in September because we're in, obviously going to be in Dallas and, and not here. So, um, but that's okay. So, um, this is really crazy. I don't know if y'all saw this. This was down oh, in Alabama. This is down in Alabama. This is fucking nuts folks. Um, this is like off duty cop. There's no bullshit. Watch this shit. This is crazy. Mm -hmm. This is what's going on out there. This is what our country's come to. This is fucking nuts. Get 
Yeah, that's right here in in America, folks. This is down in Alabama. Yeah, that I, cop, that cop, fucking survived by the fucking skin of that motherfucker's yeah. teeth. I would, and he, I'm going to tell you right now, not when I shoot that guy, when I he, when I came out, that guy could did not shoot that guy. When that guy fucking went in that, when he got in that car, stuck it in reverse, and tried to get out of there the first time, I would have drilled that some bitch so many times. I would have, he would have been Swiss cheese. Yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah. A vehicle he can be used as a fucking car. Yeah, he did hit him with his car yes. twice. No, sh- that's. He hit him that second time. He almost went under the fucking car, and then he fucking drilled him. And then he—you heard the last pop. I think yeah. he got him. I think I hope he fucking killed him. But I, yeah, I mean, so he was—he was off duty, and it wasn't like he had just gotten home. He was probably off, like off for the off shift, like off for the day. Yeah, the day off. Yeah, the day off. And his. His police, a lot of cops get to bring their cars home. I wouldn't want to bring a, a cop car home these yeah. days either. Not nope. at all. I, I, I mean, if I was a cop in this, in these days, I would, I would not, if I was off duty, I would not walk around in uniform. Like I would go to the station in civilian clothes and change into my uniform there. Yep. I would not leave. I would, even if they gave me a cop car, I would not bring that shit home. Well, shit. You remember with the Ferguson crap? I was, yeah. folks, I was a firefighter. Yeah. We were told not to go home in uniform. We were told that we had to change before we left the station mm-hmm. because firefighters were getting attacked like cops because fucking criminals are so dumb. They can't fucking tell the difference between a police officer and a firefighter. And they were fucking attacking firefighters because they look like cops. Well, that's, you know, it's interesting that you bring that up because, um, <laughs> Uh, Democrat run Seattle does nothing about 40 attacks on firefighters. Yep. Um, in Seattle, firefighters in Seattle have demanded the city take action after they are subjected to more than 40 violent attacks in the past four months, a string of assaults that have been largely carried out by the city's homeless population. The attacks, which the city's firefighters union says began in May, have seen the protectors repeatedly targeted by the intemperate down and outs often while responding to fires started at the city's growing number of homeless encampments. One such incident, which transpired last month, saw one fire official pelted with a rock while attempting to put out a blaze that originated from an encampment fire. On top of that, a female firefighter got kicked in the privates. Rocks have been thrown like zombies. They climb on the fire trucks. They try to stab these guys. And this has been going on for four months. What happened? Oh, sure. The alleged perpetrators were arrested, but then of course they were immediately released because there's no cash bail. In Seattle. In May, there were 763 homeless camps in Seattle. Not homeless people, homeless camps. In June, that number climbed to 814. And 814. Every day, there's at least five fires in those camps. The, uh, hold on. But, you, oh, hold on. There's, uh, they're talking about, uh, I like this. Well, give me a second. I'm, I want to okay. re- go back and read because they are actually talking about this case down in Alabama. Yeah. And uh, Stoke Silence, this guy is still alive and has been charged with attempted murder. Yeah. Good. Yes, he Fuck has that been. dude. Yep. yep. Fuck him. On Thursday, Morgan County Circuit Judge Char- Charles Elliott, who set Hill's bond at $1 million cash. Fuck yeah. I, I can't believe it was Alabama, dude. I'm surprised this guy's still alive, actually. I'm surprised y'all just haven't taken this motherfucker out. See you, bud. <laughs> uh, no, Say they, they learned their lesson in Georgia. Say when. Nope. They learned their lesson in Georgia. With, uh, I, oh, a lot of oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, this guy's a white guy. Nobody give a shit about him. Oh, that's, guy. Guy. <laughs> that's fucking. 
man. I mean, they could have just said he was a Clemson fan or something. Ooh, in Alabama? No, he'd be a Georgia fan. Yeah, well, I guess. Yeah, because Georgia just beat okay. Alabama for but, the national. Yeah, I just slap a Georgia yeah. sticker on the back yeah, of his truck go. and no problem. No problem. On that yep. little fucking sissy Jeep. Yeah, he's definitely a Georgia yep, fan. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I missed the beginning of the video. Uh, the dude doing in his house. So, all right. So the cop that was, was at the cop's the house. The cop was off duty. He went outside. This guy's driving down the street. He sees him next to his police car and tries to fucking run him over. Hits a tree. Like he actually hits, does, hits the hits cop him, car. Hits, hits the tree, tree. And and then a guy runs inside. Calls the cop. Calls the cops. Like uh, you know, throws his phone down, which is kind no, because he wanted them to hear, to everything. hear everything. It's so going to record everything. Gotcha. So he throws his phone down. Goes inside to get his gun, comes back out to try and stop the guy. The guy runs to his car, backs up, and then act- and then hits him. That's yep. so fucking crazy. So it, it uh, was a very smart move. That was actually like, it was a. That's why he did it. I, I saw that right off the bat. I was like, he's just throwing it out there. So nine one one records everything that's going on. He doesn't. He probably didn't think about his ring doorbell. Yeah. Like most later. people wouldn't. Yeah. Um, until later, because most people don't. Like we literally trained in like at vehicle accidents, for instance, especially when it happens in a neighborhood off those little cameras. If it's a good distance set back from the road, we can actually judge speed. You can actually judge speed in that little camera. And uh, that can tell about roughly what your speed was at the time of the accident. And then, I mean, we use all of that shit when you're looking into it. I mean, you use video cameras, you use every camera you get your hands on, but. But yeah, you're right about the phone because when you call 911, they can't hang up as long as your line is open. Yep. They cannot hang up. Until they know that you're okay. Everything is recorded. So whether you're speaking to them or not, that line is active and being recorded. Yep. So, uh, one of the few things that are out there that 911 is good for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, only if it's not a school shooting. Though. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Marie. Well put. Well put. Exactly. Shaolin minute. Yeah, then, then if you're a child calling from a classroom saying something, yeah, well, we're not going to record. Then they'll, then nah, they'll hang up on nah, you. Just hang up on you. But, um, but not, not if you're, you're a real not person. supposed to. Okay. All right. So either way, uh, we got to get out of here. Well, uh, one, one more clip, the last one on the right, the bottom one, because this, uh, this, is, this is important. Yeah, but that one's funnier. I know, but this one, that one, that, that one's, one's t- well, then play them both. No, we get, we only got time for one. No, we don't. We have, uh, it's 8.05. Remember, we play 15 minutes of music first. Yeah, I got you. We got ten, we have, we have at least 10 minutes left before right, we have to play this. Fine. Before I play the ending. All right. I'll play this one first. All right. So. If y'all want to know what's coming. Aujourd'hui, au bout de ça, on parle de puces qu'on pourra s'implanter. Ce sera quand ça? Hold on. Certainement dans les dix ans. Back it up so I can translate this. Because this is in French. And people that are listening on the audio podcast won't get it. Today, right. at the end of this, we were talking about chips that can be implanted. When will that be? Certainly in the next 10 years. At first, we will implant them in our clothes. And then we would imagine that we can plant them in our brains or under our skin. And in the end, maybe there will be a direct communication between our brain and the digital world. What we see is a kind of fusion of the physical, digital, and biological world. We call someone, we don't even have the reflex to 
talk to Vice, it's done naturally. And yes, you talk and you say, I want to be connected with anyone now. And first you have the personalized bots. And I saw that was just Mr. Zhu predicted the end of the year, he will have his robots. His personalized butler that is at his disposal. Like in Downton Abbey, we will have our personal robot butler, our servant, our slave. Yes, but there's a difference. It is a servant that with artificial intelligence learns and that it is not only your assistant for manual work, but can really be an intellectual partner of you. Yes, inter, in, intellectual partners. So they are. Uh, so they're going to train a robot to fuck you? No, it, by, it's Bicentennial Man. Oh, yes, even better. It's, it's seriously, it's Bicentennial Man. Man, Robin Williams gave him a lot of freaky good ideas. Combined with, uh, I don't know, any post apocalyptic movie where they put implants in you. Who knows? All right. Um, I actually, I had this this particular clip, this was funny, to play uh, during the COVID special yesterday. This is one of the four hours of content we didn't get to. Um, Lindsay said, make they already have them. They call them dildos. <laughs> Bob's battery-operated yes. boyfriends. Yes, exactly. Bob's. Man, I don't know why we keep running out of batteries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, you're right, Sparky Boy. My apologies. Before we do this, there was one other thing that I wanted to, because, because, you know, Neuralink, Klaus Schwab getting into the creepy shit. Elon had uh, a little bit to go with this too. Um, he tweeted out today and this was freaking hysterical and scary all at the same Shoot. time. Okay. Please let me use the CERN Large Hadron Collider. I am normal and can be trusted with a demonic technology unlike anything the world has ever seen. Yeah. Elon Musk going uh, putting on a tinfoil hat to go to work, huh? That's a scary one, isn't it? I mean, that's pretty freaking funny, though. I wonder what it, some of the comments are in here. Let's see here. <laughs> Graphic. <laughs> Sensitive. I drew you, Elon. Okay, let's see what that says. See what this says. <laughs> why would that be hidden i have no idea nudity that's not nude why do you why do you press show okay i have no idea i don't know what that means i am I'm not, not a, a smart, smart man, man but i do know that the cern large hadron collider is being used to break the fabric of space-time causing dark forces from the spirit realm to portal into our universe <laughs> that's so true show more replies <laughs> You could do a show just oh on this. Oh my God. If you guys wanted to get in podcasting, you could do a show just reading replies to people's <laughs> fucking stupid tweets. Actually, someone does, they do, a, they, not only do they do that, but they do a whole conference on it. It's called Epic Threads. <laughs> There's a dude that literally finds the best threads on Twitter and reads them. It's called Epic Threads. And they did an Epic Threads fucking conference. Seriously, it's awesome, actually. That's pretty cool. And it's a lot of Patriot threads. It was, you know, like praying medic and like, you know, people that have been kicked off since then. But anyway, uh, instead of buying Twitter for $43 billion, Elon Musk could solve world world hunger. $80 billion for new IRS agents is great. <laughs> 
Oh, let's see. Uh, Oddest. How to create a black hole? One must concentrate mass or energy sufficiently that the escape velocity from the region in which it is concentrated exceeds the speed of light. Some extension of present physics posit the existence of extra dimensions of space. How does that have anything to do with the price of tea in China? You're right, Noid. Nerd. Okay. Um, (laughs) Annoyed? Annoyed. Did you just call him annoyed? (laughs) Like fucking Domino's Pizza back in the day? It's spelled Chick-fil-A without the K. You're absolutely right, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Donut operator. Yes. Oh, let's see. Uh, Palladians have shared new information about CERN and I must emphasize that it shouldn't be received in fear. Don't be, a, uh, be aware. Don't be afraid. Negative entities will keep trying to interfere with the shift, but will fail. Palladians continually remind us that we have the real power. Um, Maria Orsic was in touch with the Palladians. So, okay. Uh, okay. Spent 54 trillion of your money. Spent 44 billion of his own money. Why don't you solve all the world's problems? <laughs> exactly. All right. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, bro. That's crazy. But this one's hidden. What's that one? I love hit. I love sensitive content. <laughs> a crazy coupe car for a hundred dollars and 95 cents. <laughs> <laughs> Why would that be sensitive? Why would that be a hundred dollars? <laughs> Why would that be sensitive? I don't know. Cause Twitter is stupid. Oh my God. No way. No, no fucking, fucking way. way. No, they didn't just do that. Uh, yes, they it. did. Uh, okay. People are the worst math ever. Musk, <laughs> Musk bet $44 billion on Twitter. The world's population is $8 billion. He could have given each person $5 billion and still have money left over. I feel like a check for $5 billion would be life-changing for mo- most people, yet he wasted it all on Twitter. That's not how that works, dude. Okay. Look, monkey spanker. Billion Go back to school. By eight billion is not five billion. It's five dollars. You fucked hard. <laughs> Holy shit! Wow. Wow. Monkey spanker. Go back to spanking your monkey because wow. you're a fucking retard, kid. Bot anyone? Anyway, I wonder why is he? Why is he sensitive? I I don't. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It people, says, but you know what? It says the tweet author made this post sensitive. So I bet people do it just to get people to click on it and see if it's really sensitive. Uh, so this one's 500. Yeah. Telling him what a fucking re- moron. I is. wonder. It's all about how stupid that's to tweet your reply. Oh, no. I don't want to. No, no. We're I want to see his, I want to see his hit show replies. You got to hit show replies. Teaching, oh, teaching oh. Mick how to use Twitter. <laughs> Five dollars. Otherwise. All right, that makes me laugh. All right. Anyway. Oh, okay, I'm done with this. <laughs> no, there's more. There's way more. There's no, always more. We haven't gotten to the fucking the large hail Surrounded by demonic cats. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> dude that's the evil bitch dog that my aunt has right there that's so maximus oh my god oh, oh. wow okay let's see what's that my brain literally <laughs> sarcasm <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it really does. You've never had that problem. No. Like I looked at my phone. I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Do I put them on hold? Do I stop talking to the person I'm talking to? Do I to? decline? Do I decline? Always decline. Always decline. <laughs> Bro, that's crazy, bud. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Obama. Oh shit! All right, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, wow, we're done. Right. I hope you all got a good laugh out that of that fun. one. That was pretty funny. Oh, I still don't know where I sit on Elon. Vader. Thank you, sir. I, I don't know where I sit on Elon. Honestly, I don't know dick. either. He <laughs> could be fucking crazy. You, you missed the last part of that question. That, okay, that joke. I said I don't know where I sit on Elon on his face or his dick. <laughs> Okay. You want to walk away? That's fine. I'm just kidding. But holy shit. I hear he gets around a lot. No, for real. I don't know if Elon's a good guy or a bad guy or just a himself guy. Um, I He sure does give funny content, though, so I'll take it. Just not biblically. I would have I would have settled for Musk buying all the silver With contracts and demanding delivery. Okay. No shit, right? Yeah. That'd been all right. Would have fucked up the our economy, but it's already fucked up. Why? That's a good way to break it. There you go. You're just gonna trash the whole thing. A schlong. Yes. It's very a schlong. <laughs> a schlong. All right. So either way, we got to get the fuck out of here. Um, Yeah. You want to play the last clip of the little kid? Because it's so fucking funny. I know it's only like 10 seconds, though. And this is from COVID from the other night. Um, But uh, it's pretty cute. It's it's. uh... All right. (laughs) This could be another reason why Fauci is stepping down because his vaccine rollout went kind of like this for kids. Oh, here he comes. I'm good. Got it. See the doctor with the jab. Oh, oh shit. No, I'm going no. the other way. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. All right. That <laughs> one got us laughing. All right. So either way, fuckers, tomorrow night. Uh, tomorrow we'll be night back. we have baby Trump coming on. Oh, that's right. Yes. We got baby Trump coming on. Yes. Uh, so ba- baby Trump's coming on tomorrow night. Um, his name's actually Chris, but, you know, whatever. I feel weird calling him baby Trump. It's just so random. I don't know. I mean, I, I get it. He does a great impersonation, but, and he's Brandon. We're going to hear it tomorrow. So yes, we if you want to hear baby, baby Trump, Trump, he'll be going to hear him tomorrow. Um, and we will be at reckoning fest this coming weekend in Dallas. We will be roaming around with a camera and a microphone talking to everybody. Uh, because what most people forget at these places is that the attendees are more important than the speakers. Um, and, uh, you know, that's, that's what it's all about. So that's who we want to talk to. That's who we've always wanted to talk to. That's why we do a live show because we like to talk to you guys. Right. I don't honestly, yeah. I mean, I love bringing guests on here and, and talking to Thomas Renz and Dr. Stella and, you know, all these people, they're great, but it's not about talking to them. It's about getting the most recent information out of them to give to you. Because it's all about you guys. It's it's not about us. It's not about the speakers. It's about, it's not you about fucking the fucking savages. It's about you guys. It's about us giving you the best information so that you can take it out to your friends and family and pass it along and help wake them up. Um, so that is going to be our primary focus when we're at Reckoning Fest is to talk to as many attendees, patriots, patriots as we possibly can. Um, so, yeah. Even I'm 
going to go out there and do that. He's going to play scary security guard for me, actually. No. I'll go out there. I'll talk to somebody. I'll talk to him. I, I know. I know you don't give a fuck. So anyway. it's just, I, I normally, he's not normally the social butterfly that I am because normally when we get in a crowd like that, I immediately go social butterfly. And then he starts getting conservative about my safety. And then he stops talking to people so that he can watch the people around me. Yeah. Cause she, that's generally how she it goes. does generate a lot of people. And I'm so, like, all right. So now I'm getting a little bit more worried because now I can't be as friendly as I want to be. <laughs> Because I, I might have to snatch the life out of one of you fuckers however, standing around. However, but anyway, Chris did tell us that every, I mean, everyone that comes in there, like, you know, they, they all basically get vetted. Like if you're, it's just like, it's we, just we, like, it was really the, the funniest part of this conversation that we had last night with them was mm -hmm. when, um, I was like, I was like, whoa, whoa, this isn't some like clay fucking Clark thing. Would it be? And he's like, no, that fucking chill. He's like fag Clark. No, not at all. <laughs> And I was like, oh, Jesus, thank God. Mm -hmm. Thank God. Yep. So and anyway. uh, yeah, that that's like we vetted that part, too. Just so you guys know, yep. I vetted this already. This has nothing to do with Clay Clark, although it's got a lot of Clay Clark people in it. Uh, quite amazing. Uh, but supposedly uh, he's backed away from a lot of people. I, I just heard, too. Who's that, Clay House? Yeah. Supposedly just like dump like that's why like a lot of people are going to this thing supposedly hmm. and i was like really or maybe he clay started playing that same game that uh chris told us that um our not so good friend the fuck's his name on um, patriots street fighter scott mckay oh. was playing where you know either if it's all about him right it's all about his movement and you can't do your own thing you can't have your own brand maybe clay went that way I mean, I'm not saying I know. I'm just saying it's a possibility. Like, you know, no, you, you, you're you all in on this because it's all about me or fuck you. You're out. Okay, well, then fuck you. I'm out. It's possible. Well, I, I think people are wising up, folks. Yep. Folks, we're getting through. We're yes. getting through. We're beating through the fucking bushes. We're fucking yep. knocking it, getting in there. Everybody's discernment is. Um, we're, we're going mid-ground. You know, when they say go mid-ground, they're telling you about going for the abs you're going low you're hitting them as hard as you can right at the waist and uh i, I think we're finally getting through yes you're right yeah. Lindsay. we will have to start the event oh i will i will yep. oh no no i will be the one out there fucking running around going fuck joe biden yep you're damn right absolutely not only we're we gonna say fuck joe biden but right after that as soon as that dies down i'm also gonna turn around and start a let's go brandon absolutely because you can't do fuck joe biden without yep. a let's go brandon yes so I I identify as F J B L T B. Fuck Joe Biden. Let's go, Brandon. There you go. Yep. Anyway. Q. So Q. <laughs> Plus. Plus. Yeah. Okay. Why not? Q threw a plus on there every once in a while. Uh. I'll do it with you, Mick. Yep. People don't like me. No, they don't like me anyway either. So I don't give a fuck. Yep. Be like, it's all good. I'll be doing it. I'll be the guy running down the aisles going, fuck Joe. Okay. <laughs> Just so when you're looking for me, it's a guy who can't and, extend, you know. Right. We, we really have to go. But last side note, uh, if anyone gets hungry, uh, we all need to go to Tara for eggs because she's getting like fucking uh, over a dozen a day. So see, don't talk about Tara. them chickens. All right. Yeah, all right. We will see you tomorrow. Six yes. o'clock. 6 p.m. Eastern Standard yep. Time. Same like, time. share, subscribe. And we will uh, be back tomorrow night. Yep. Thanks for listening. Thank you. We'll talk to you later for talk the Mick. And be Lynn. Talk to you later. Adios.
CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five-star reviews. Can verify authentication. Gold in full spectrum. Full panel lab tested. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins, solvents, heavy metals, microbials, foreign matter. Get serious. Serious CBD.